every little thing she mentioned in regards to wealth, it was either she was a sugar baby, but now she's the sugar mama, or her ex had, a, her baby daddy had a scandal, her younger boyfriend has a scandal. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, like, where's your wealth coming from, sis? That That's more the thing for me. Please speak on is it. Is that like the people that are like, oh, you know, he might have gotten it from illegal gains. He might have gotten it from here. He might have gotten it from there. He might be like a a, a a whole pirate or whatever. Was it like a gangster? Whatever. Like <laughs> the way he seemed to get his money was very, very suspect. It was. And he, she seemed to have no issue with that. And I was like, oh, okay. I feel like you should be concerned about that. podcast with your host Hannah OJ and I have a very special guest today I have Pilar Nawimba hey girl welcome Pilar <laughs> did I say Nawimba correctly yeah you said okay Nawimba. amazing I'm sorry I hate to mispronounce people's names but I'm actually when we come to young rich and African I might have to pass you the iPad and oh, get you to say their name oh, sis, because I don't trust myself <laughs> so anyway oh, I'm gonna butcher the pronunciation <laughs> so that's the thing I really hate to mispronounce but I feel like I will but anywho Welcome, Pilar. I'm so happy to have you here. Do you remember when we met? Do you know what? You did tell me, Because I know I remind you by DMs. Aria Awards? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met you That's and so Raj. Mad. Yeah. That was like, it's crazy to think that it's coming up in a couple of weeks. And that was two years ago Is it? now. Oh, I didn't even yeah, see yeah, that it was coming com up. Ooh. It's coming up in a couple of weeks. And that <laughs> Are you was going again? Yes, I'm involved. Are you up for another award? No, but oh. I have been involved in the judging. So okay, okay. I'm <laughs> oh, you look at the like Pilar won a couple of years ago. So <laughs> let's see what her input is. Anyway, but yeah, no. Oh my god, it was a fun night. And I, actually, the reason why I bring it up, not just because I met you, obviously, but 
it was actually like a really nice night for me because I went with my friend from uni Mm -hmm. and it was really, really fun, but there was an after party and I went to that and she didn't really want to come. Like, I think she wanted to come, but uh, I can't remember, but there was some kind of haywire thing with the tubes Mm -hmm. and she was like, you know what? Let me just go home now Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And I was like, because I saw you and I saw Tolly, I was like, no, I have to stay. Like home wasn't an option for me. I think I actually Ubered when I had no money home afterwards because you know when you uber you don't have the money in your account and it's just yeah yeah it i feel like it, it was one of those it nights. comes out delayed yes yes <laughs> yes, yes, well. yes oh i've been there done that girl. <laughs> i feel like it was one of those nights because i was like really i should have gone home too i had no business but i was just like i couldn't i couldn't and because I, I think it's because i really like your podcast and i really like tolly's so i was yeah. like i just need to be in this space like i have to just have fun and and just see what happens of the night kind of thing and it was one of those that it was like nothing like much happened. It was just a great arts party. It was fun. Like I spoke to you, I spoke to Raj, I spoke to Tolly. And it was just really, really great to have a conversation with you guys. But like nothing like much was like, the arts party wasn't like that lit. It was all right. Yeah, like, it wasn't like party. that. It was just like, I kind of wanted to- It was as good to... as like those kind of industry parties yes, can get. Yes, exactly. Oh, is that right? Okay, because <laughs> I wouldn't have an experience from that. No, so. no, no. Like, <laughs> like, the, like the black industry parties okay. can be lit. But you know, like the- more commercial ones. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. They don't. That like, was the best. We that could was as expect. good as it gets. Do you Got know what it. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say though, like, I have to just say, like, how amazing it was for me to see you there because. Oh really? No, my friend Tasha. She always says this thing, right? Um, she found this video on TikTok, mm. and the guy explains a whole thing but then at the end the guy goes are you interested or are you committed so she says this oh, to us every time like we want to do things if we say to her oh, oh, like if i say to her oh, i want to start question. a, There's a, a podcast yeah like, oh i want to do this she's like are you interested or are you committed and you are someone that's committed because one to go to like an industry event right in the industry you want to work in as a student mm-hmm. one that's <laughs> no that's a, that's a serious and that's thing. exactly what you said to me that night as well yeah it's, it's a serious <laughs> thing and then two to go to the after party even though your friend went home since yeah. you're committed oh babe that's a th- this is why i even like i'm sorry i'm so touched like i'm, I'm not even gonna i'm not gonna cry <laughs> but like i'm genuinely like I know that sounds like something so small and minor, but like that that's why I brought it even up because mm. that you guys said that to me that night as well. And I was like, oh, like that's that was just really touching to me yeah. because I have anxiety. So in places where I'm like, oh, I'm like a bit unsure, usually are places I'd avoid. But because yeah. like I said, like I love you, I love Tolly. Like, and it was just like, it was Arias Awards, we're invited. And I'm, we met people that we had a real rapport with here. Like, let's just go and see, you know, because that was a hundred percent my mindset at the time. I was like, I can't not go. And then when I got there to, to like, to be so paranoid and anxious about like, oh, I'm by myself, I'm gonna look weird. I'm gonna look like this. Like, oh my God, that's so weird. Because you automatically feel like when you're alone, you're like, oh, why am I even here? And to hear you guys be like, oh my God, like I have so much respect for you for even coming yeah. here and things like that. It was just so like touching to me. And I, I just honestly, like, I feel like it was also that, cause I, I've actually seen Tolly like a couple more times since then. Oh. I think that was my second time seeing her yeah. actually because I think I've seen her before at a live show mm-hmm. for the receipts in Manchester before that. And then I saw her here and I've seen her like maybe twice since then. So it's really weird that we actually keep running into each, each other. other. It's almost like God is trying to tell me like yeah. you made the right choice that night. 100%. Because it's like an almost like an indicative moment of like a sign of that night. It's weird like, and every time I see her, she doesn't really know who I am, but she knows, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. she's like, I reckon I know who you are. Like, And I'm like, that's so like crazy because 
I've only met you in a few fleeting moments. Mm, and you could just imagine but, she meets so many yeah, people Yeah, exactly. Well. So it's almost like, that's why I take it as a sign. Like maybe I did something right that. So thank you. That's, that's actually so sweet that you said that. It's so, so stupid that I even Can I just regard that well, as such a sweet member. I really do. Yeah. Like meeting other black women at yeah. those kind of events. It's yeah. just such a big sense of mm -hmm. community. Yeah, do you get, absolutely. Like all of those women yeah. that you, you've mentioned that you saw, like they were all just, everyone was just so nice on the day. Yeah, yeah. And it's just mad. Like you can go anywhere. And because to be honest with you, like I didn't know anyone either. That was my oh, first. Oh really? Okay. That was my first. Because you guys were from BBC. So I thought you might know a few people. No, because it wasn't. This, they just kind of send you there. <laughs> no, that was my first oh, okay, thing okay. in podcasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was my first, that was maybe my second awards show. And the oh, first one- Oh, so you one, had no clue you were gonna win an award. Oh, babe, hell no. <laughs> I, I walked up on that stage and you know the boots or shoes you wear from home oh, yeah, to the yeah, venue because yeah, yeah. you're going on the train. You're going, yeah. I didn't even have time to put on my Shit. real shoes. Oh, <laughs> I was really just like, but all so the, you really were like, oh, wow, I was not expecting this. I wasn't expecting <laughs> yeah. it. But also just to meet the other black women, mm -hmm. like there's one thing, no matter where you go, if there's a group of black women there, they're going to be so supportive. And that's one thing that I really enjoy about going to those events. Like if there's another black woman there, like you're going to have a rapport. Grand like it's nice. Also, yeah. yeah, they'll, all, they'll yeah. always be nice. They'll always be, it's just like, hi, hey girl. <laughs> Even like, I remember Clara Ampho was there. Um, Dottie as well was there. It was just, it was a great space. Like, honestly. It made me happy. Yay. I can't lie. Like even outside of just my experience from there, like even seeing you and Tolly there and mm. you winning an award mm. as well. Like it's just, it was dope to me in my opinion, because I really enjoyed your podcast. Thank I really enjoy you. obviously the receipts as well. Love it's just great receipts. to be recognized in spaces, I guess, where if we're going to be frank, we're used to just seeing mainly white people. Yeah, yeah. It's just great to be recognized in those spaces because when I was there, that's not the vibe I got, even mm. though those are probably the majority of the people that won the awards. It wasn't, because that's what that's not what I was there for. So yeah, I'm not gonna go on about that for too long. Because but yeah, like thank you. Like that really means a lot. I got hot sauce in my face. So Pilar, I have been doing a little bit of research on you. Okay, please girl. don't feel uncomfortable. Wow, FBI, MI five up in this bitch. <laughs> but you used to work in the music industry, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, yes. as um, artist relations, right? That was my first ever music yeah. industry internship job. Yeah. So how was that? Oh my gosh, first of all, like I was at uni when I got that. So um, my uni, they were like, I didn't want to do like any of the, any of the like work experience they were giving. So I was just sending emails, sending emails, sending emails and Warner Music actually replied to me. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, do you want to come in? So the HR guy was like, okay, come in and meet. Um, he said, no. He called me because no, I don't have anything. Then he called me back like thirty minutes later. I was like, yeah, I have something now. I was okay. like, what? He said, come in on Monday and meet the artist relations guy. I thought artist relations was PR. <laughs> so I I'm, mean, it's probably around the same family, no? Not artist at all. relations. Okay, you elaborate. I'm glad I asked this question then because I would have thought artist relations was representation slash because PR would I would say go into the same family, no? No, so no? to okay. PR is like getting your artists into publications. Okay. Um, getting so it would be like getting them into the press. Where artist relations, our job, my department's job was to look after international artists when they came to the UK. Ah, uh, okay. So you would sort everything about like where they were living, okay. where they would stay, but then you would. So more of what their comfort, I guess, whether yes. yeah, personal 
Essentially, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But then cool. you would liaise with all of like the PR, TV, radio about their itinerary for their stay. So you would be with them when they mm-hmm. go to like do their press tour. Yeah. When they're going to radio, when they're going to like top of the pops, you'd okay. go with them and then continue on to like if they had appearances in the night or whatever. So your job was to literally like look after them. Um, I don't want to say, but kind of like a babysitter. I don't even want to say that, but that's what it sounds like. I would would say that. But then also, you also did things like ticketing for events. Mm -hmm. So listen, you would have a free ticket for every gig going. Okay. Which was a a nice perk. I was going to say, so people I'm sure were trying to be your friend. (laughs) And then also my team, also my boss at the time, he organized all the events that would happen. So if an artist even if it was like a, a UK artist, mm-hmm. if they would needed to have a launch party, he would organize the launch mm-hmm. party. I remember there was a couple of times that the Brits, like um, the record company would have an after party, like a Brits after party. He was in charge of all of that. So any party that happened at the record company came through the department I worked for. Okay. So it was a cool job. I mean, I, I, I would say that that makes sense in terms of, sorry, I'm just thinking about the journey that you would go through. Yeah. As artist relations, that makes sense, sorry, because I was more curious to, that's why I asked the, t- the question, the distinction between PR and artist relations. So that makes a lot of sense. Like PR, you're going to be emailing Yeah, because like the, the description of artist relations makes it sound like it's PR adjacent, but I guess it is very different speaking to an artist's needs in one aspect and then what they would like to present to the public or strangers, I guess. Yeah, so that makes sense. Would you... I have to be a little bit messy. Would you have any stories for us in terms of like, oh my God, I did not expect to see this? I think I have loads. I'm sure. There was one time it was the Brit Awards and Mm -hmm. I was the intern, obviously. Um, And there was this artist, the rider, you know what a rider is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the written request of what to have in the hotel room, what to, yeah. Yeah, so the rider was chicken wings and... um, Oh, what do you call it? Patron, silver Patron. Oh, but this interesting was before, combination. This is okay. before Patron was a thing here, right? Oh, so, so it was like, oh, you want me to outsource Patron, basically? Oh, sis, okay. I went around the whole of London looking for oh, Patron. Oh, for fuck's sake. Everywhere. I can't remember what shop and I found And they didn't give you in. no notice? Rude. Anyway, no, I, think I don't people like... thought that it was just a thing. Yeah, like, oh, like I here. feel like if it's something like, you have to give notice, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's one. There was another time, so, um, so it was an American rapper, right? And then... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if we can guess. Let's see. <laughs> no, 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 no. So basically what would happen is, as I said, the team was in charge of looking after them. Oh. So sometimes the team the team would book hotel rooms. So I remember there was one particular hotel room that was booked, right? Or there was hotel rooms booked, whether it was for press or TV. I can't remember what it was for. But after we'd gone out that night, so after it was like an appearance okay. for the artist had an appearance at a club, we all went back for an after party at okay. the hotel, not with the artist. Right? Oh, so separate after party. Not okay. with, the after, with the artist. We went back to the, because we had rooms booked. But yeah, So yeah, we yeah. went to the rooms that were booked to have our own and we ended yeah. up staying over. And I'll never forget, we were walking out the next day and um, the people in charge of the artist from the American label like saw us downstairs in the lobby, like we just, so it looked like we'd just come out of the artist's oh, room. Okay. But the artist was staying in the same in hotel, the, but yeah. in a different room. So he really thought that we had um, 
been doing Sexual like relations. Yeah. Okay. And I remember she was just like, she would email, she's like, listen, it, was, it wasn't what it looked like. Okay, okay. So <laughs> she would have to send the she email up the front, be like, just like, so you know, okay, yeah, cool. Because that's what I was like. thinking. That's what I was like, even if it was, why wouldn't they come up to you? To no, discuss- both, oh, that's why I was thinking. I was, I was with that. her, okay, cool, cool. so we were all downstairs. So okay. it looked like the both of us had come, and it was like, yeah. like oh shit. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so you had to kind of send the email explaining, like. Just so you know, that was not what it looked like. Yeah, she had to do that. Not me. I was just an intern. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I was just an intern. Oh, what American rapper that was? Anyway. I can tell you after. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I'll be pondering <laughs> on my journey home. Don't worry. But um, so I actually wanted to ask you about, because when you were working in um, music industry first, you kind of traveled onto the TV world. Yeah. So what made that, um, what made you kind of change that up a little bit? So I was where I was um, after artist relations. I started working in marketing, so I was okay. doing digital marketing, social media for artists. And then eventually, an opportunity came. I I started freelancing, so I lost that job. I got made redundant. Because you were doing it from uni as well, weren't you? Yeah, yeah I was yeah, doing yeah. it from uni, and I got made. I was doing it part time, and then I got made redundant. And then eventually, like just one of my freelance gigs was. I remember I, I for a while I went into like an ad agency, and I was doing like food stores do you know what i mean okay i was in like tesco like i was like yeah this is a big brand but i missed the excitement and then one day i just got this message like yeah come in and see us i went and met them and it was for um yeah it was for tv i was so excited i was just i was literally praying i was like yes i'm back i'm back <laughs> the bitch is back i'm yes. back and i'm not leaving i'm back in it because you know what yeah you can work with other brands or whatever but there's nothing as i have to be honest mm-hmm. it's like there's no Obviously, it doesn't pay the same, but there's nothing as exciting as entertainment. That's the thing with the media world sometimes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Ooh, but that's why I asked, because obviously I'm passionate about both music and TV, mm. but there is a little bit of a distinction. So sometimes, obviously, you fall into it, and sometimes it's like, did something specifically want to navigate you towards the TV world a little bit more? But <laughs> not really. No, I just I fell into it. Yeah, fair Everything, enough. Music was intentional. Everything after music, I've fallen into. Okay, fair enough. I mean, life in it. Yeah, life. Life was. That's life what in. happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I first stumbled across you from the Reality Tea podcast. It's so funny how I actually stumbled across you as well. I'd love to hear this because you know what's so funny. The reason why I'm aware of your podcast or yeah. your passport Reality Tea is literally the uh should i say demonstration or the proof the evidence that the phone's been listening to us because not honestly because i was in i was working as a sales and marketing marketing coordinator for the curtain at the time Mm -hmm. oh my gosh yes and you came to the curtain and had a meeting yes yes and my colleague came and told me about it because i was just starting my podcast at the time so she told me about your meeting and um, that the fact that you had a reality T- yeah. a podcast called Reality T on BBC Sounds. I went home and there's an advert for the BBC Sounds Reality T on no my phone. Way. And I came into work the next day and I was like, you know how you were telling me about those girls that had a podcast? You know, I went home and there was a, like literally was there. She was like, oh, you know, our fans be listening to us. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, no, no, I'm, I'm being bare serious. No, like, she's actually being they, serious. They're listening to us. And that's probably why it's on your phone now, because you've never seen them up until now, right? It's so, so that's mad. And I was like, oh my God, you're right. Because honestly, that was the first time anything BBC Sounds related came on my phone. Wow. So yeah. So I was like, no, oh my really God. No, they be listening, you know, like facts. And it freaked me out a little bit. I was like, oh, I mean, I kind of get it, but 
oh like it's a bit like i did not know that you were listening listening oh they'd be listening you know also can we talk about the demise of the curtain that was my spot (sighs) like i don't they've even like changed the name changed the branding shout out to god for helping me get another job just before that because boy like as in about so were you still there just before they when changed? did the pandemic happen actually the pandemic would have happened the next year mm-hmm. i think i left in like june the year before 2019 so before, 2020 before obviously yeah 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 exactly <laughs> Whoo, anyway let me not have this conversation actually should we because the curtain is closed anyway but yeah. <laughs> i could give you a little bit of see from working there but yeah basically it was always gonna close really and truly oh really because How they come? were skimming certain things off the side and they didn't re- I, I believe no, they didn't babe. care about it like a business like that personally who was skimming the owner is um is it michael gavinsport who basically owns a hotel group in like new york yes that is very affluent yeah yeah so i feel like the owner was trying to follow in daddy's footsteps a little bit okay and it kind of failed because he was trying to mimic soho house shoreditch house yes, yes which yes. was I get it because Shoreditch House is down the road. Yeah. So I do understand it to some extent, but I feel like where he didn't try and gravitate to his own identity is essentially what was the issue. Was the downfall. Yeah, I think so because it was a really great product, the curtain. I I loved it. I actually really like the curtain as a product. Like it's a great hotel. Yes. I love the idea of merging like East London um, styling of housing. Mm Mm-hmm with harlem yeah i think that's fantastic yeah and they i think did that's that genius. with like the rooftop mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i personally think that's genius but i think that they just a got greedy wow and b um they didn't take it seriously as a product and they tried to mimic what soa house was doing to an extent where it just was detrimental got you like they didn't really have an identity not really basically in my opinion because yeah. it was actually a really great product even like one of the um one of the event spaces which was like a kind of private dining room mm-hmm. it had like artistry and pictures and paintings mimicking like artists from harlem i know the one you mean yeah, yeah. and it had some of the chairs had like african print yes right? yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah and even that room when you look at it is like it's it's kind of like proof that this is great yeah it could be something really good because you, somebody somewhere has tried to create something that they know people are craving for, mm-hmm. but in in some point you've gotten lost and tried to mimic Soho House. I oh. think that was the yeah. I think that was it's the problem. A shame. That's what happens. They when tried to copy tries to Soho House, each yeah, other. and then it just kind of flopped. I feel like was the biggest issue, and it's very sad because I do like the curtain, but yeah, I guess that's it's a hotel is hard as well. Especially when you're opening a new hotel mm. alongside hotels that have a huge history and yeah. experience and um You can't compete already with Soho House. Ba- exactly. You can't. It's impossible. Like. Exactly. And not even just Soho House, places like the Dorchester, the Park Royal, like hotels that have had such a big history and already been established in London, it's so hard to compete with them. Yeah, it's but and you know, English yeah. people just like like us like British people, we just like what we like. Yes. It's the heritage. That's why I feel like they should have stuck with the identity that it was, which mm. was Shoreditch slash East London. Mm. Because that's trendy. And that's appealing to the young people with money. So I feel like if they'd stuck to that lane, they would have actually been all right. It would have been good, yeah. But because they tried to hop and piggyback on with the, you know, the old money, that's what I feel happened. Oh, yeah, damn, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. such a shame. Mm-hmm. And the pandemic just 
flopped everything. It, it really did, honestly. I feel like if the pandemic didn't happen, they might have had a chance to save it a little mm. bit, but is what it is. And they lost you, so it was going downhill anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> What are you without me as a sales marketing coordinator? I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, <laughs> talk the things, please. Um, but yeah, so why did um, so the reality pod? Yeah, like I said, that's where I heard about you guys at the mm-hmm, curtain. Mm-hmm. But why did you guys end? Because I really liked your podcast. Oh, thank you, I sis. Loved it. Well, the podcast had two iterations. Is that the right words? Yeah. Yeah, it had two iterations. Okay. So it had me and my first co-host. Oh, Raj. Yeah. yeah, and then we had... And then me was and... It um, Joanna. Joanna. Um, I'm so sorry, Mondes Joanna. from yeah. Love Island. Okay. So we had two. I don't but... know why I thought her name was Jessica. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. And then um, on the second one, it was such a shame, actually, because obviously Joanna had literally just joined, but mm-hmm. we were deep in the pandemic. Love Island had cancelled yeah. for that year. And obviously... We didn't even come back till last year. Exactly. Yeah. So that was the big thing. Like, I think we were kind of known for getting the best kind of islanders on the mm-hmm. podcast to spill the tea. And it's almost like, not that it was relying on it, but that was our biggest reality show. I mean, she could have spilled some tea about her and Michael if she wanted Oh, she to. did that already. Oh, did yeah, she? Yeah, because we had a, me and Raj had her as a guest. Before she joined I did the not, podcast. I, mem- I would remember that. I didn't hear that one. Oh, you need to go no. back, girl, and have a listen. Because that was like our first To be one honest, though, I season. actually like, that's why I think that I'm being very honest when I say I liked you guys' podcast. Because I actually prefer the podcast without a guest. Really? Well, just you and Raj. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, I- I've listened to several episodes with a guest. Yeah. But I don't remember any of them. Oh, wow. Because, like, really and truly, I was not there for them. Like, in in the nicest way possible. Well, guys, that lets you know the interview. I'm trying to remember, like, was that ever I'm joking. No, not at all. (laughs) Not at all. Not at all. That just, your guests weren't as giving as you were, (laughs) I think. Because obviously, it's your show. So you're going to give more. But I'm trying to think, was there an episode that. And do you know what as well? I think because I feel like maybe when you got to too hot to handle. Yes. Yeah, there was a couple, but even that it was just because I was watching the show at the time. So that's so interesting to hear, you know, because I think that we got we went into that really like innocently. When I say innocently, like we didn't know anything. Like mm. I definitely didn't. Raj had a, a background in radio. Okay. Like, I definitely had no idea. It was like cutting your first experience. Oh with, my gosh, hundred yeah, yeah, percent yeah. my first experience. So I think because we didn't really like know, it's we were just going in and just like saying whatever yeah because we had no idea and then when you're just in a room with you and your friend you forget people listen and yeah. whatever so you're not even thinking too much about it you don't understand the industry and i think like sometimes when you're not jaded by what an industry is it's almost like the best experience because there's no expectations from you you're mm-hmm. just going in and you're, you're sharing your it. opinions yeah. and it was so much fun like i absolutely loved it i learned so much like from doing I really like it anyway. thank you yeah no i really liked it because you guys like, it's not easy to watch so many reality shows and have so much to give on like i think you you guys will cover like three or four in an episode oh, yeah, we will do loads so, we did yeah. so many and it you was did a the kardashians job. a bit so it was like even that in itself is quite a lot to unpack with all the people in it yes so i feel like even unpacking that as, as well as like two or three others is a testament to how good you are. Oh, thank you, opinion. babe. And also, we always yeah. came with different opinions because, like, with both of the co-hosts I had, like, we're from different backgrounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we all came with different angles. Mm-hmm. So it was good. It was a dream job, to be honest with you. Like, imagine getting paid to watch TV and then talk about it. Watch reality <laughs> TV. And just let you know what my thoughts are, basically. 
So you are also a fellow solo host podcaster. Shout out to Pilar. She <laughs> understands how much of a struggle it is. It's, a, it's different. It's, <laughs> it's, different. it's not easy, yeah. you guys. Um, so why um, the No Approval Podcast, yeah. by the way, um, just the name, and what is the venture behind it? Okay, so the name is... So basically, the podcast is about before... I went into podcasting. I was working in social media. Mm-hmm. So I was doing social media for in music, then in TV, mm-hmm. then reality TV. And um, so I thought, okay, actually, if I'm going to do a podcast that's not reality TV, then maybe it should be about something that I've worked in and something that I would not get tired of talking about. Mm-hmm. So I decided to do it around social media. And it was going to be on how social media is impacting our lives, culture, and careers so all the kind of things i'm interested in basically in one podcast so if i wanted to throw in reality tv guests i can because that's culture Mm -hmm. but then also if i wanted to talk about certain things that i didn't talk about in the past like i do have other interests like careers i love how people are progressing in in their careers i love hearing from like senior black women how Mm -hmm. did you get there like we're all trying to figure it out sis how do you get here exactly so i thought okay i can figure that out all people that have started businesses and then also just the other other interests i have so for example i did one on home ownership i'm at the age where i'm considering you know Mm want to get a home my friends are considering Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff also i want to talk i want to talk to like some psychologists and stuff so it could be anything on like how does social media affect dating Mm -hmm. like there's so many single black women but what? How does social media play Effect. a role in and that? It does. It hundred percent. Yeah. The mm-hmm. options is endless. Mm-hmm. Not only the options, it's the the expectations now. Yep. Because on social media, if you're seeing flat belly, big bum, do you, <laughs> do you get it? It's making it hard for it really for, is it for really everyone is. Yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. But then also things like we're in an age of oversharing. I'm gonna. I'm trying to get someone on. I've board. heard you say that before. Yeah, 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 yeah. To just talk about like what what causes us to overshare but also things like i love how on social media now we're talking about things like women reproduction so like um like i have this thing called pcos right um but some women have like endrium and i can never say it endriomosis yeah yeah they have that people are now looking at things like ivf freezing eggs yeah yeah, so it's like to be honest with you if people weren't talking about this stuff i wouldn't know as much about it Mm. so i want to do like a deep dive um, episode on that. It's just so many things that I want to cover, and I just thought, do you know what? Like, this is a good way to cover all of to cover all of it. And then the name is just like when you work in social media, you know, when you see the tweets, yeah, that yeah. come out from brands. Please believe it goes through like ten levels of approval before it goes out. <laughs> no, sis, like no I'm, pun intended. <laughs> no, l- l- legit, like yeah. except for when you're live tweeting. Okay. When you're live tweeting, that's it's you. the yeah. only time you do not have to really? take anything through approval. Absolutely, be a bit absolutely It depends on what it is, but I feel like if it's just like a tweet, it's like, oh my god, really? Oh, but, oh babe, yeah. like every tweet you see go out from all your favorite brands oh, is wow. go through several people first. So I was just like, actually, it's the first time in a long time I'm putting out content that doesn't need to go to 
any editors, managers. Don't get me wrong, for work, I love, mm. like, I get it. The game is the game. Yeah, but basically. For my own stuff, I was just like, actually, there's no approval needed. I am the last level of approval, exactly, the one yeah. and only level of approval. Yeah. If oh, I like it, not it's the one and only. <laughs> the one. Round of applause. Sorry, I'm holding a cup in my hand so it doesn't sound like that loud of an applause. <laughs> like, but round of applause, I am the only level of approval. approval. I like that. I like that. If I like Stand it, it's bitches. going anyway. out. But you get it, though, because yeah. you do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're in your. I I'd be overthinking a tweet, so let me even <laughs> let me even take that back. I'm like, oh, approval of a tweet because yeah, now but, I understand. But babe, overthinking a tweet is different to trying to explain to someone why you're trying to use certain language. Yeah. Oh, okay. So sorry, because I know that's not probably what you was trying to speak to, but when you said that, it reminded me of a story that like I've heard a couple times on yeah. the podcast. Oh yeah. Where um you said I don't remember who it was was it Samira somebody on Love Island anyway <laughs> that you said something was sassy. And that people were dragging Love Island or ITV for people it. People dragged and you were like, Wait, them. It was me that said that. Oh my god! Oh my god! So it's like, I understand on one end that is a typical adjective that they use to for microaggressions. Yes, of course, hundred percent. Yeah, but at the same time, when it does come from a black woman, is it like? Do you know what I mean like it? I wasn't trying to be problematic. I was just trying to come up with some, you know, nice fancy like edgy vernacular whatever not even edgy but like you know i was trying to describe something that someone was saying in a certain way i wasn't trying to i don't uh, know you you speak on it let me know to even. be to be honest yeah. um that's how she talks okay. it's not how i talk okay okay like, so you were trying to mimic her. the language you had for yeah her. Okay. so when you when you ever you work on things like that like yeah. you're given like a press pack of all the interviews they've done before going ah, in. okay. So that's the term she used, right? And by the way, I don't feel like if you're a black woman that uses the word sassy, it's a problem. Just so I... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just so I have a No, clear. but yeah, I, yeah, I, do, yeah. I do get that. Yeah. For a lot of people, it's problematic. Yeah. But um, I have some friends that like to use the term sassy. Personally, mm-hmm. I don't use it. But um, for I mean, her, she loved that term. The tricky thing with microaggressions, though, is that it wasn't meant to be a negative term, was yes, it? Yes, it wasn't meant the to be. The word sassy is technically not even rooted in anything negative. It's just a bit of an edge about how you're saying things. It's not really meant to be a negative thing, but obviously as time goes on and black women are categorized and described in a certain way. As aggressive. Yeah, exactly. And then therefore, like sometimes people use that term on black women. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're a bit, like it's almost like the step down from aggressive. Like Basically. they don't want to say you're aggressive. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah. you're a bit It's like sassy. a friendlier way of saying it. Yeah. yeah exactly. you're, a bit, you're a bit, you know, snappy. Exactly. But, I, I, but I can imagine you not even trying to like, just trying to do your job, basically. Oh, baby, what's the And like, it's like, oh, wait, what, 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 what happened? Oh, <laughs> what did I do? It was an, I think it was like, stay sassy at the end of a, of a nice tweet. It was the oh, nicest tweet. Oh, it wasn't tweet. even like a, okay. It was the nicest tweet. And you know how she talks? Like, yeah, no, that's the thing. That's why I believe you because I, even outside of seeing what she would have written or said in interviews outside of that, you can tell from Samira, like, She'd probably use the word sassy three, four times. Do you know what I mean? Like, so that's why I'm like, yeah, she that makes sense. She doesn't talk. Yeah. Like, she doesn't talk like black Twitter. That, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. her people. Yeah, as in like outside. It'll be of, more the whites. Exactly. Yeah. She don't. She don't. Mm-hmm. She get it. But anyway, that day I learned a lesson, <laughs> and I would never use that word <laughs> on any of my people but again. But it's so interesting because I feel like if people knew it was coming from you, they wouldn't have even reacted like yeah, that. Yeah, but that's it, what's funny about it. It is. But yeah. you got to remember, like, social media is a faceless job. Yeah, it is. Like, it is. it's a faceless job, yeah. and it's so funny. Like my white colleagues, the old white men that I worked with, they're like, "Oh, it's not me on shift today." They're saying it's the old white men. It's not me on shift. I was like, I was like, okay, like you know what, Pilar, this is all you. No, sis, I, I didn't sleep. It's that like night. you know what, Jeff. Yes, 
I didn't see. <laughs> you know when you're refreshing a tweet to see how far it. <laughs> and I, the thing is, I know who exactly uh, on and that's Black why Twitter made it travel. It, I was like, no, Pilar doesn't deserve this. I was stressed. <laughs> and you know these oh, things, yeah. Dad. It took like two days to disappear. I was still. Yeah. I would be just refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. Oh my God. I was, I was stressed. <laughs> Out. I don't want that for Pilar. That's why I bring it up. I'm like, oh, thank sis. you. But you know what? It was you. a lesson that needed to be learned. Like you've got to be so um, careful with mm-hmm. your wording. It doesn't matter if how someone identifies or how they talk. You've got to remember how it's perceived in terms of the community. And you, I think it goes without saying like, Black Twitter are a powerful force, right? hundred percent, yeah. So they absolutely have to be taken into consideration in anything mm-hmm. that you do. That's why I kind of look at people with a side eye when they say things like, oh, you can't say anything these days. And as much as I do get that, because people be doing the most. Mm-hmm. So I do understand that in certain, like obviously context matters. So it depends on, it's like a case by case basis. It yeah. depends on what's going on. But some t- a lot of the time, honestly, when I hear people say that, it, it does sound like, you're mad that you now are not in a space where you can just say ignorant shit and get away with it. I hate when people say that. You, you know what I mean? So when people are like, oh, you can't say anything these I days, it, it does give like, oh, so basically you have been someone who's been spouting ignorant shit for a long time and you're mad because you can't do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. That's not the time we're living in. Thank you. So sometimes even when we're held to a certain, it's like, okay, cool. Like I get this is the world we're living in now. We have to pay attention to what we're saying and how it may come across. It feels like a little bit much sometimes, but ultimately, if you're not, if your attempt is not to offend somebody, I truly believe that that will translate at some point, regardless of whether people know you or not, even if this is the first time they're coming across you. If you are someone who does not intend to offend people, the next time they hear of you, the next time they hear of you after that, it won't really be an issue. So then they'll start to have on their brain like, oh, okay, maybe that was just that one incident and it wasn't like supposed to be what it sounded like. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring that up. Because, no, it's fine. Yeah. And actually I'm going to look into that for one of my episodes in terms of like how social media affects like how we speak, vernacular yeah. language. Yeah. Because how much we're taking that. from like mm-hmm. African-American vernacular. Oh, do you know what I mean? I'd love, oh. oh girl, we're going to get Let into me know it. when that episode is coming up because... <laughs> <laughs> do you be hearing yourself and you're like oh but I'm like but I subscribe to some of what the African Americans are doing so I'm gonna sound like them sometimes even though I'm not American it's true like even sometimes so, yeah. I find myself saying child and I'm yeah, like child why do I mm-hmm. say that we don't say that here so many I'm gonna try to think of another example apart from child what else do we say I definitely think we've taken sis from them as well Sit, probably yeah probably. actually it's, a, it's an African really thing as well sis. though like so my mum says to her sister, yeah. Mum says sissy, sis. Like mum says that to her actual sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not in the way we Do say it. You know what it? it is because black people are a uh, minority wherever we go. Mm. I genuinely think that's a key part of why, whether it's in Nigeria, whether it's in England, whether it's in America, we just gravitate towards Teach certain you. things. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. genuinely feel like because it's just because we're a minority. Yeah. So when we see our people doing things that we subscribe to or that we like or we fuck with, we're going to be like, yes, sis. <laughs> like, yes. Like, we're going to be excited about it. We're going to talk about it. Like we're at gonna... the Arias when I saw you, when exactly, I saw Tony. Like, exactly. Yeah. We come full circle. I just feel, and honestly, that's an amazing thing. And I don't feel like we should stop talking about how amazing that is mm-hmm. because... But, sorry, Pilar, because I know we've got so much to cover, so let me not okay. get too carried yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's keep it moving. So... We talked about Black, uh, Love Island. Just before we move on to the 
reality show aspect of things. Yeah. So Love Island has a big history of not representing us well yeah. as black women. Yeah. So did you ever feel like some kind of conflict within that as tweeting live for um, a show or a network? Because you also work for ITV as well. Yeah. Did you ever feel like it was a kind of internal conflict with how they would represent and portray us? And you're also working for them? Um, no, I didn't because I didn't work in production. I worked okay. in social. I had no like say mm. or influence or even know the people who did the casting or whatever. Okay. Like even me when I saw things. Oh, you I didn't was even like, know who they were? No, a friend of mine works in production, but I don't work in production. So yeah. I, I didn't like, I, I know roughly who it's who is doing it, but I don't mm. have relationships with yeah, them. That yeah, is yeah. not, even I'd be like, I could do better casting than this. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. but every, that's the fact of the matter is that everyone yeah. thinks they can do everyone else's job better, which mm-hmm. in probably like I wouldn't know where to start. I feel like <laughs> okay, she's I, like I ain't gonna say nothing. But she's I'm like saying, she can. You can. You know what it is with Love Island shows like that. You can tell that is why people are doing the casting, and yeah. I do feel like, and I'm so, so I think sorry. There's one black Perhaps girl. it's controversial, but I do feel like, and this is just reality shows. Period. If I'm being a hundred percent honest. I feel like a black woman should also always be in charge of casting in a, t- a ton of reality shows, specifically because it's black women that sell the show. Yes. It's a true. lot of the time. Yeah. Perhaps that's controversial to say, but in the majority of reality shows I watch, that is the narrative. I can see it playing out on Twitter in real life. It's black women that carry the narrative on with their friends in the group chat, with their mums and with their aunties. On, black on Twitter, Twitter. It's, yeah, it's the black yeah. women that are talking about yeah, it. So true. I do feel like where it comes to casting and who is on the show, absolutely a black woman should be at least in charge or if not in charge. In the midst. Yes, absolutely. At least there, yeah, you know, yeah. contributing. So do you know what though? In saying that, like, do you watch American reality shows like Love and Hip Hop? Yep. Basketball Wives. Mm-hmm. I don't watch Basketball Wives yet. Uh, okay. I'm going to get onto it because VH1, you're not providing a streaming platform for me like that. Oh, and sis. I'm tired of Mr. World Premier. Sorry. Oh, okay. You're tired of him. I was yeah, about to say uh, Mr. No, World I like it. Because I have to. When Love and the Marriage Hands because I have a little cable thingy. Aww. And when it's not working, I have to go on to Mr. World Premier. And that. So I'd be, I be, you know, making time for him. But the links and all the, the pop-ups, it just gives me a headache. Like you can't, a headache. You can't be watching it in a room where your mum is because you don't know what oh, my pop-up is. Never, never that. Never <laughs> that. I can never imagine. Can you imagine all the porn that comes out? Like I, I can't. I can't. So that's mainly why I'm like, I don't have the time and I don't even care about the porn, honestly. It's just the pop-ups are annoying. You it's click on so one. Anno- oh, you click on Even one. Even the oh, amount of times you have to press long, that play button is yeah, so it's long. long. But do you know Mona Scott Young? Yes, I do. So she's a black woman, obviously. Producer of Love and Hip Hop, if exactly. you guys don't know. Yeah. And she does the casting. And I actually think that she got dragged so much for casting. because I actually they- am not subscribing to the dragging of Mona Young, yeah. They, not just to, not to interrupt you, but yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I get why people. No, like, I, I don't I get either. why people have an issue with her because of the fighting that is on Love and Hip Hop. But people react to like they don't fight to contribute to that. No, 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 no. Black let's be honest. Love to have, I don't, I don't like that. Like you love me screaming when this stuff it, is happening. Like, like you oh, aren't fighting to contribute to that. Like it's all Mona. Stop it. Thank Stop. You. But that's what you I mean. not choose to fight and add to the narrative. So don't be now being like, oh, Mona is doing all of this fighting. It's all ghetto. And you fought though. Like what are you talking about? You don't have to fight, but you went on there and fought. So. And 
personally, I don't mind. I, I like to fight. see a fight. Or I two. think she's a genius. I, I'm not mad at it. It's you lot that don't like yourselves when you watch it back and you're like, oh, Mona, fuck you. It's like, no, but sis, you fool. No one. Fair enough. I'm not going to lie. I am used to even the, like the real housewives of things. Yes. The production team be messy. I oh, get it. So they be in your ear trying to they get you do to do good some casting, shit. Yeah. I have to give it to. But the you guys franchise. have some agency in this. You don't Thank have you. to do it. You don't even have to even if suggest some shit. You don't have to do it. You don't. So, but the thing is, like black people, like we're like, oh, Mona is a black woman making other black women look bad, and I just feel like wherever you put a black woman, it's like she can't win. Do you know what I mean? Yep, she's giving agree, us entertainment. Yep. She has ownership over this show. And she's not as bad as Andy Cohen, in my opinion. Thank you. Even in actually, my opinion. I know people like to compare was... them because they fight on Love and Hip Hop that they're worse, but I'm so sorry. The way Andy Cohen depicts black women on his show and outside well. of their behavior, because I understand that when they're on the show, Andy Cohen doesn't really have a word in. So I understand that when it gets to the reunion, that's what... But even on the reunion, you can see that he's trying to paint this narrative of the black woman being aggressive. Thank and you. that's what I don't sit well with. And that's why I don't like Andy Cohen. Do you like it when Nikki does it? When Nikki does Honestly, the I wasn't like I wasn't liking the idea of it, but when I saw it, he was she was better than Andy Cohen. She's messy as well. Yeah, because she she. she I feel mess. like she did a better job than Andy Cohen in just those what two episodes? I think it was two. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I I wasn't. I don't know because it was kind of like why are we giving it to Nikki just because? But then when she did it, I was like, I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't mad at it. She I'm asked not, more questions mad. that I would have wanted to know the answer to than Andy does anyway. Yeah, yeah. So invested. I'm already satisfied. Yeah. yeah. In my opinion, if you even give it to Nikki, I wouldn't be mad at it because she did a good job on, on Potomac. She, she so I'd be here for it. But Andy, yeah, I just feel like he's a, a man that enjoys being in the messy space of what the women are doing, but he doesn't necessarily give to it. And then when he tries to tap in and be like the judge, I'm like, no, like go, like go away because more often than not, you're biased. And... I understand that we're all gonna have our favorites or whatever, but you're not even entertaining enough that, that I don't care that you're biased. Does that make sense? So yeah, you can go, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, so what were you even talking about before Andy Cohen? Oh, I love that. Did you, did you guys hear the passion in that? <laughs> because <laughs> uh, I feel I like, it. you know what it is? I feel like certain gay men, and that's not even just to Andy Cohen, even Carlos King sometimes Ooh. on Love and Marriage Huntsville, I feel like they feel entitled to say certain things because they're gay men. I don't like the fact that as women, we're supposed to be in a space where like, it's a gay man here talking to us and we're supposed to accept certain things that we wouldn't accept from a straight man. Because even on Love and Marriage Huntsville, I know you don't watch Pala, but like but Carlos I know, King, I know what show he's is, very though. misogynistic with the way he really? poses certain questions. And I have a bit of an issue with that. Like, I don't really like it. Like, I feel like a lot of, I feel like a couple of these gay men come into the space and they just act the same. But they they pose as a character that like, like, we're supposed to- This is to... a safe space. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm a good one. Basically. Wow. But then and they I... act like cis men. Basically. Wow. That's my opinion. And I, I don't like that because you it. feel like when you see a man that is a little bit more sensitive to what women are going through, mm. you automatically want to be like, oh yes, this is an ally. But often that's not really the case. And yeah, that's a big reason why I feel like Andy Cohen is not a good executive producer. Okay. So he's kind of got my So fair dream, enough, produce the show job. because that's essentially probably the majority of what he does behind the scenes. But yeah, reunion, you can go. Sorry. 
He's got my dream job. Imagine being an executive producer. Me too. And then, and then just I would love to, to be on the set. You know why? <laughs> because I am not giving those bitches any opportunities to just do like I don't like the way Andy Cohen does it. I'm just outside of how I feel about him. I just don't feel like he hosts a good reunion show. Got you. Yeah, he doesn't. Because he doesn't get the tea that the girls no. need. Even the questions he be asking, I'm like, oh. Mary Jane from Alabama. I'm like, who? No, that's not what we want to know the answer to. Why are you asking that stupid ass question? I hear you. Anyway. I got hot sauce in my bag. Swag. So speaking of Love Island, Mm -hmm. are you looking forward to this season? Have you seen that they're now entering like non-binary contestants and that? Yeah, I think it's about time to be Mm -hmm. honest. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Have you listened to that podcast called, um, is it Harsh Reality? No, I haven't actually. Oh, so it basically it's based on like, don't quote me. It's based on like a true story of a reality show. Okay. Well, like, I love a new reality script, no, I, I love scripted. a new podcast, sorry. No, apparently this was like years ago, this reality yeah. show. Okay. Where all these men thought they were vying for the at- vying for the attention of one woman, but the woman was actually trans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's like, the story is incredible. I haven't actually finished it, so I need to... I need to finish it. But I actually think that that's the last time I really heard of something like that. So I think it's about time, mm-hmm. personally. I agree. I'm interested. Oh, no, actually, did you ever watch that show? It was the Love Island knockoff. Like the Love Island USA? No, no, no. It was a British show, Survival of the Fittest. Oh, I never watched it, but I saw that Love Island contestants were on it. Yeah, yes. yeah, afterwards. But they yeah. also had like um some bi contestants. As oh well. really? Yeah, oh yeah, I yeah. never heard that. Interesting. Yeah, I think I it's feel about like time. it's only like Love is Blind and what other show? There's honestly, that is another thing that dating reality shows need to pick up. There's not enough like LGBTQ mm-hmm. like yeah, representatives on there's mad. Yeah. Um am I so yeah, I am excited, but also Sometimes I do wonder, I'm like, oh, do I need to, like, I enjoy watching it, but because we were been in lockdown mm-hmm. for a while, like last summer, I didn't tune in the whole time because I'd missed outside. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think once you've come out of a pandemic, you deep it like, rah, can I really be here at nine o'clock every single day when I lost so much of my so life? So much, yeah. <laughs> so I do think that slowly, I don't know, I don't know if it's the appeal of the show or that I just want to like spend all the time I have while mm-hmm. it's still light outside. Yeah. That I'm like, maybe I'm going to be like a catch up crew girl and not be part of the live Don't tweeting. feel too bad about that. <laughs> honestly, honestly, we're busy, babe. We're busy. We're busy. Don't feel too, too bad about that. But um, also, have you heard the rumors that they are basically speculating that they might have they might be taking the series internationally because yes. they've trademarked the name Love Island World. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. So they're basically, so for the audience, they're basically, um, th- this is the main speculation anyway, that they are taking uh, different contestants from each franchise. So like Love Island Original UK, Love Island USA, Love Island Australia and other franchises and putting them in one big in, in one big franchise. And I personally think that's a really good idea. I think it's great. Like an all-stars mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, I think it's great. But also what happened to like, I heard there was going to be like a Love Island Nigeria, but that hasn't come I out. heard that too. What happened to that? I'm, I mean, we're ready. I'm, re- I'm ready. You're right. You reminded me. There was supposed to be like two years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. 
Honestly, I'd be I'd be up for it. I would I think I would tune into that more than I would tune into the UK one. You know what? Nigeria especially like are messy. Oh, I so I would definitely be here for it. I'm here for it. Even like <laughs> I don't, I know, I don't watch like Big Brother Niger. Neither do I, but I've heard it's good. But I always read like I always follow what's going, what's on, going on on yeah, the yeah, tweets, yeah. on the blogs, or whatever. So I'm like, if you're giving that to us in Big Brother, what are you gonna give to us on Love Island? Love Island. Inject oh my it. god! Already inject, inject I'll be here for it. it. I'll be here for it. I'm so. Here I think for even Shioma said that she was gonna be on it. Oh, when it was they were like yeah anticipating oh. it yeah. So oh. and obviously we're used to seeing Chioma on like you know uh, back chat blue therapy yeah, like yeah, the reality yeah. like UK versions of the reality shows here. So she'll be, be good. Up for it. She'll be yeah, good. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait. I think it's time to be honest with you. Like we need to sp- Love Island needs some spicing up. I, I we're agree. Tired of the same. That's format. why. Like I don't know because they actually said that this is not true. That the only reason why they trademark the name is because they want to make like a YouTube version of like the clips that they're doing with all the franchises. I personally don't believe that because you don't need to. Like no why would you trademark Love Island World? Just for another YouTube channel that no one gives a fuck no, about. No I do about feel like it is likely that they are creating a new All Star series. Whether or not it's true, I would suggest it because, <laughs> no, honestly, if you're not thinking about that, you guys, I really would do it because you might have one season in you, if that, with Love Island UK, which is the original. So you might as well just do it. Do it. I agree with you. And I feel like there's three things that carry Love Island at the mm. moment, right? It's Black Twitter. Yes. It's And it's interviews from people like Murad and Will. Yes. That's it. That's yes. what's carrying. I agree with that too. That's what's carrying it. So that's why I'm just like, actually, we've hit, we've, we've, we've been there, done that. Give us something, like, give us something different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that us in the UK, do you think they'll ever do reality TV on the same scale as the Americans? Never. <laughs> Babe, as a culture. Like it's never going to happen. No, Big Brother was as close we got. Basically, yeah, it's Big Brother was giving back it in the day. Giving. It was, it was. We had Nasty Nick. Oh, Nasty had... Nick! Remember one era, Masika? Oh yes, when yeah. she when she got pregnant. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my when she God. said she was pregnant from the hot tub. That's what I mean. Injects the African version of this. No, honestly, no. Back then, that's when people were shameless, shameless, shameless. So, like, you oh, bring on a person who's shameless. Big TV. Big oh reality gosh. TV. Do you know <laughs> who I think would be good? Lanny? Is it Lanny? Is that Oh, name? Lanny Good. Yeah. Yeah. Because you need... Ooh. That's the kind of How thing How come no one want... is holding her? Thank She'd you. be great reality Thank... TV. That's the kind... Those yes. are the kind of people yes. you want to watch. They're wasted on social media. We want to see I them... I actually on agree our, with that. On, on reality shows. Because I feel like now everyone knows the Molly May formula. And mm. that's why they go on. So now you're just getting very curated. The same... Yeah. Exactly. It's, not... it's basically a reenactment of what we've seen before. Exactly. Yeah. We don't want that. We want someone who has no shame. Basically, the, the, the white blonde girls that are trying to get the next pretty little thing, boohoo deal. There's only one Molly May, sorry. <laughs> no, there is. There's only one Molly No, she's cornered the market. No Honestly, one else. Yeah, there's no, no, there's going like to be no one else. There's at least for a good 10 years. Facts. It's, it's not going to happen anytime <laughs> soon. So you lot might as well try find another hustle. I'm not, I'm just going to be real with you. Yeah. But, um, so. But also just to say like, no, I never felt conflicted. Like, yeah. Working that, in, in actual fact, it was a really exciting time in okay. my career yeah. to be working on something that everyone was talking about. But also I'm like. Sure, yeah. um, Especially people your age as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. like my age makes you know yeah, what I'm working on, man. Exactly. But then also like, um, I would say in terms of like behind the scenes, mm-hmm. like work wise, 
what it what like what it it forced me to have conversations that I may not have like openly had mm-hmm. like for the first time in my life like don't get me wrong like before when I've had jobs like when I worked in artist relations my manager was so cool yeah he'd be like because we'd be working long long hours hours yeah so sometimes he'd be like to me oh uh, and and I think I was complaining that oh if I went to go and get my hair done on a Saturday because the hairdressers are so disorganized I'll just be there the whole day and then he it got to a point where he's like like just go on a Friday when you go and get your weave done mm-hmm. in the morning and then you come back to work after nice. and I was like oh thank you do you know what I mean like so yeah. I have had conversations about like being black before or the mm-hmm. black things we have to do as women but it's the first time I had to explain things because everyone in the team is seeing things like oh um black women are always being um picked last kind of thing Mm -hmm. and then people would be saying and after you do a shift that's live tweeting you have to send what the sentiment is like what as in around the group in the team in the team yeah like okay this is my best performing tweet of the day yeah like that's what this is what you have to do at the end of a shift yeah whether your shift is at night or a morning whatever this is your best tweet this is this is the best tweet of the Mm -hmm. day um this is the sentiment is like what are people saying this is what mm-hmm. people are saying duh, duh, duh. so now what you're having is every other time in the year it's normal and then all of a sudden people are sending things around like oh people are saying that itv is racist <laughs> like oh wow and then or and what they'll do is they'll like um screenshot some tweets so then you have to explain to people what that means and it got to a stage where do you um, ever feel like personal responsibility yeah i was i was the only black girl yeah so what i would do sometimes is that when people were saying things like that i remember like some people was it oh, oh, there's a woman called she's a writer daniel dash Danielle Dash. Oh yeah, I've seen her on Twitter before. Yeah. So she wrote some things for um, Stylist Magazine. So what I would do when people would say things like, and they weren't, they were saying things innocently, like, oh, they're saying this is yeah. racist or this and that, black women this, black women that. I'll just send around her articles to the whole team. Okay. Just, just to make them understand because. And what, is she a black woman as well, Danielle Dash? Yeah, she is. Okay, she is. okay. So she'd be writing. From so she. Oh yeah. no, she she'd be writing. Yeah, <laughs> she'd be writing, writing, she'd be writing, yeah, writing. Yeah, yeah. So I'll just send round like mm-hmm. I'll be sending round different um, d- different articles that I felt could communicate what what these tweets were trying to say yeah. but in a better way because mm-hmm. a tweet a tweet is 140 characters yeah but she'll write a whole article about what this says about representation what this says about diversity the percentages of in- of what it means about inclusion like the difference between what diversity is and what inclusion is mm-hmm. like diversity is yeah you can have a range of different colors you can have black women you can have um asian women like southeast asian women but then inclusion is that once you put those people together does everyone feel comfortable and that's the difference Mm. right because you can be you it's great all well and good like being put in a place where you're like yeah you're the black representation because you're around your people basically exactly but if you don't feel comfortable like come on we all know a million people that code switch we all have code switch so if you don't oh yeah i think that's the thing though like yeah absolutely (laughs) exactly so that's that's what i would do i'd send and even it was things like having conversations around like colorism like explaining i remember replying back to an email like someone had sent like their report of the of the day and they were like oh they're saying this about so i had to go i just thought i wasn't even on shift but i had to reply to it and be like this is what colorism is right 
like this is what colorism mm-hmm. is this is what colorism is is rooted in mm-hmm. the fact that you explain know explain what it is properly exactly yeah. so behind the scenes apart from the fact like oh it was a cool job it was a fun job mm-hmm. i was forced not forced but yeah not forced into it but no i it was the first time i was put in a position where i had to have conversations that could be considered awkward or maybe that i wouldn't have had to have in any other workplace and i think only a job as unique as that could put people in that position in that position because really and truly people will be on twitter tweeting um all kinds of things i'm guessing blm every day this and that but how many of those people half those people don't even use their real names true that's true actually they'll use a twitter handle or yeah and that name that is not their government name basically oh my gosh <laughs> and majority... you can't possibly trace them through that name yeah exactly so a majority true. of people that i know from uni do not use their government names yeah they clearly like to separate work and play from which is fair but then it kind of leaves you in a difficult position when you are representing yourself online and in real time with your name of course so yeah absolutely us who work that. in media yeah we put our real like it's not yeah it's not a There's separate no thing. Yeah, yeah so yeah. everyone can can come with all the vim that they want to on twitter but how many of you are taking those conversations back in the workplace you're not but some of us actually have to have those conversations in the workplace exactly yeah and yeah, it's yeah. not as easy as like oh i'm tweeting this and not everyone is wired to be like the next martin luther king you know so i had to really Honestly, very few people are <laughs> and i feel you. like a lot of people represent themselves like they are but it's like if they if we could all just say these things. And don't get me wrong, we can all feel it and we can all articulate it in some way that we can understand it because a lot of us are going through this. But you're not necessarily going to be able to articulate it, like you said, in the way of Martin Luther King and other activists because they are renowned and well-known for a reason. Exactly. Because they put things in a way that we could all feel, but we couldn't quite articulate like that. Exactly. So it's funny that it's weird because back then, I felt like people were more comfortable with allowing other people to be the person that would be like, they're much more articulate and better versed in saying these things than I am. Whereas nowadays, everyone kind of wants to be that person. So that makes things very difficult. I'm, I'm assuming in doing your job where it comes to being a social media, you know, analytic and someone who actually is surveying and analyzing things that go on in so- social media as well as real time. I can tell you imagine that's not always easy because even little things like how people say things, just generally speaking, outside of um, what's important to our community, just even in voicing your opinion about anything that you care about, you're not always going to have the most articulate, beautiful way of saying things vocally. But it doesn't necessarily matter so much. But when you're saying it on social media, everyone has a different kind of expectation. Yeah. So I can imagine that that's not always easy. It's not. So shout out to all of the writers like Danielle Dash, you know how to mm-hmm. articulate things because I would really just use their words and be like, oh, hey, this person's Call written about it. Retweet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, go and read this. Go and read that. Go and read this, basically. Oh, thank you, Fula, for being so transparent on that. Um. So what? obviously... Uh, elephant well not really elephant in the room but you know like you've been speaking on reality tv a lot so let's segue into a uh, conversation about reality tv okay 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 so love that little segue yes so young famous and african Mm. have you been watching i know you've been watching a little bit but yes i have i have do you know what like i love south african culture i absolutely love it where are you from i'm from nigeria 
I'm Zambian. Yeah, no, because you also <laughs> lived in, in Johannesburg as well, didn't you? No, I didn't live there. I would just didn't... visit. Oh, you would just, just visit. Work there. Yeah, because okay. yeah. I saw the podcast where you were used to sell hair. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was like. Oh, oh you've, you've been know? riding. I you've said been riding. she been traveling throughout Africa. Oh, babe, I, I love Joburg. <laughs> like, I love it so that's much. That's like, honestly, I, I was genuinely like, will you be able to provide some insight into this? Because they said, basically, I, I'm sure you saw in the first episode, like, if if you have money and you're African in Johannesburg, you would hit. Mm, I That's mean, what they said. I could, don't know. It could be also Cape Town, but I think okay. she was saying she lived in, um, again, my pronunciation is wrong, Stanton. So that's okay. where I stayed when I was there as well. Okay, but okay, I can't okay. lie to you. When we... Okay, so the first time I went, yeah? Yeah. It was like, we were trying to sell hair. Anyway, we blagged our way into... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week, right? Ooh. No, sis... I didn't hear that part. No, okay. sis. Joe Berg, really? It's, it's they. It's and giving. this is even before like the Ama Piano movement was a thing, right? Because okay. I love Ama Piano as well. Yeah. yeah. But Joe Berg is lit. As in, like, they have I'm their own, they have their own, you know, like here, I think even before here, you know, like here, it was like, okay, we have our entertainment industry, mm-hmm. but the, the black entertainment industry is quite small. There yeah. is huge. There's parties. What it's so lit. For, I guess. But what you what she's saying is like there's hierarchies. Like it's there's hierarchy. There's levels to it. They remind the infrastructure of the entertainment industry in Johannesburg mm-hmm. specifically because I haven't been wow, to Cape Town. Okay. Like my mum and my sister, they would go to Cape Town, but I go Joburg. That like the infrastructure of their entertainment industry reminds me of America. You know, like okay. America have like the black yeah. entertainment. They have BET. They have this. They that. Like. Joe Berg is, is patterned like that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like they, even if the commercial people didn't fund them, like some of the, some of their biggest stars are big, like Bonang, like people are big out there. Like there's real levels to this and they really live a, the fabulous bougie life. I got hot sauce in my bag, swag. But let's go straight to Annie. McCauley, She's two, two faces. Two um, faces ex-wife. Oh, is it ex-wife? I, I don't... Are they still married? I gathered... Because she did say wife. Yeah. But I gathered from the context of the conversation that they weren't married anymore. Oh, really? But maybe I'm wrong. Is she just using his name for promo? Maybe they've got like because, a... Um... Oh, where are you? Because I'm... Was it second episode or first? I'm still on first. Because it might have been the second. Oh, okay. But basically, she was having a conversation with a cast member saying how... She was with Two Face when they were both teenagers. They were both young. Yeah. And he was a singer, obviously doing his thing like everybody else. Oh, we all know what that means. You know. <laughs> and then overnight, he made African Queen. Yeah. And he just became an international sensation, yes, essentially. Yes. And she was speaking about, how, she didn't actually, I will say this about her, about Annie. She didn't go into detail, detail. Yeah, yeah. But she did say basically, like, you know, I loved him. I was my childhood sweetheart. And then she kind of fast forwarded to say, my first child was his fifth. Imagine how that feels. And she was his first. And I knew him since like 15, 16 years old. Yes. Wow. So when she said that, I said, sis, okay, that's why you didn't say much because you don't need to. Cool. Wow. Because okay. from there, I see I see your position. Yes. I see it. Because you're basically the one that held him down. Yeah. And was there oh. before all of this? All the glitz and gam- glamour. And then now fast forward to he's Two-Face. He's had babies for... All the groupies. Mm. That's so heartbreaking, man. Yes. Do you know yeah, what that's yeah. giving me? That's giving me like, you know when Gabrielle Union and was with Dwayne Wade? 
and I then he got someone well, yeah. else pregnant and the break baby yes. Yes. yes 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 but then all now we didn't know she was struggling to conceive that's so sad mm-hmm. man men sometimes don't realize like how those things can really affect women mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she's kind of saying now like you know I'm Nigerian woman. I was a presenter, model, actress before Two Faced. But I'm like, yeah. And she was like, I can't believe that I'm Two Faced's wife amongst all of those things. Yeah. And I'm like, babe, but you know no one knew <laughs> like that. Like, I, I, it's so hard because I understand what they're trying to say. Yeah. But babe, no one knew you before. So yeah. you are going to be Two Faced's wife to yeah. some people. It just is what it is. Because the truth of the matter is, I think like, I'm not being funny, but I think that sometimes... When you know you're known because of someone, just embrace it. Mm-hmm. Because I do remember her saying, like, I've done all these things. I've appeared in all these shows, but I'm yes. just all two-faced. Yep. Sis, just own it. Honestly, own like, it. I get it, but own it. Own it. You might make more money that way. Thank you. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, just, just, just go for it. Um, so, yeah, and we also have... Um, I liked her, though. I liked her. I do her, like her, too. But it was interesting. Because I feel like she's one of the only few with actual sense. Yes. That's what I will say. But I will say that I liked the fact that, um, you know, when they were going to the event and mm. she was like, and then the other one was like, you know, all of us are on the same level. Our bank accounts are probably on the same level. And she was like, that's what I was getting to. What's her name? The top dog. What's her name? Kanye Mabua. Yeah. So Kanye, as you mm-hmm. said, every little person, every little thing she mentioned in regards to wealth, it was either she was a sugar baby, but now she's the sugar mama or her ex had, her baby daddy had a scandal. Her younger boyfriend has a scandal. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, where's your wealth coming from, sis? She said, men are like the police. (laughs) No, no, this is an exact quote. I wrote it down. Men are like the police. Mm -hmm. They protect and serve. Mm -hmm. Protect me from having to pull out my card to buy these sneakers. That is an exact quote. <laughs> and I loved every minute of it. She said her man is like the brigadier. What's that? Did you see that? What's the that? brigadier is like basically like the principal. Oh. Like the person in charge. Is she the one of the younger man? Yeah. The 28 year old and she's 35. Yes. How are we feeling about the seven year age gap? Oh. It's more like, you know what? The age gap is definitely a point of, of discussion. But it's more that she doesn't seem to care where they get their money from or why. Please. That that's more the thing for me. Please speak on is it. Is that like the people that are like, oh, you know, he might have gotten it from illegal gains. He might have gotten it from here. He might have gotten it from there. He might be like a a, a, a whole pirate or whatever. Was it like a gangster, whatever? Like <laughs> the way he seemed to get his money was very very suspect. It was. And he she seemed to have no issue with that. And I was like, oh, okay. I feel like you should be concerned about that. Just because, like, I don't judge people, but you, if I'm a law-abiding citizen, I don't want to be caught up with a criminal. Thank you. Me personally. Thank you. So that's why I was a bit like, oh, you don't care at all? Mm. I can't lie, sis. I I am judging them because I think it's wrong. Yeah, because I was like, you should care a little bit. Thank you. And (laughs) did you see, I don't know if you would have seen this, but I'm sure she's the same woman that has a 15-year-old daughter. Yeah. And she has her own apartment. Yeah, yeah. Next door to her. Yeah, and she and was I'm saying like, about... Yes, no, no, no. <laughs> like, no. Because you know where it was? I was with her where she was like, I'm going to educate her about sex and she's going to have these urges. Da, da, da. I was like, yes, absolutely. Because but baby, young teenagers I, I, are going to have those. Yes, absolutely. At 15, though. 
giving her the op. What did I she do, say? You can I, either I, lose your virginity or no, give that's it. that's where she went haywire. I was like, what? I said, I'm not going to encourage her to have sex. I'm going to listen to her and understand that she's going to have these urges regardless of what I say. At 15. And educate her on safe sex and, you know, okay, other things good. outside of, you know, the actual physicalities of having safe sex. Mm -hmm. The whole protect your heart thing and what men and boys or even maybe girls because we have to open ourselves up to the fact that our daughters or sons might not be open to the opposite sex. Absolutely try and educate them on what people might be looking for mm -hmm. at this age. But yeah, where she was like, oh, it, yeah, go do it. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, we're not going to encourage them to do it. We're going to speak to them and have real conversations with them about what they might be feeling and thinking. But don't, you don't have to rush them into it. Thank you. And then when she said, oh, she has her own apartment next door to me. I was like, oh, no. At 15. No, sis. It's almost like she's and grooming then she felt her some type to be of a mini her. Because Two-Face's wife was judging her on it. And I'm yes. like, I understand because you don't know the woman, but at the same time, you have a whole 15 year old in another apartment. People are going to make comments. Yeah, but, but. Especially African people. It's true. But, um, Two Face's wife was being too judgmental. She didn't like the food. She didn't like the. She these. didn't. Yeah, there was, was other doing, things too. She was yeah. doing too much. She was doing a lot. Like, it's. I, I actually but think I didn't it's like very the rude. end of that episode where she was like, oh, I'm going to take your shit that you've been spilling and use it against you. Who said that? Oh, you didn't see no. that? The same woman. Annie. The 15 year old. No, no. Um, Kanye. Oh, the one with wow. The daughter. Yeah. But she, you can tell she, she looks at her having I... a conversation with someone. She was like, oh, I'm going to use this shit against you. And then in the next episode, she was like, oh, you're a worse mother than me because you leave your kids with your with your mum. And I was like, no. That's not a bad mother. That's what she's supposed to do. Leave them with grandma. <laughs> That's not That's a bad mother. That's what everybody else does. You Are we meant to be tied to children? Like... Yeah. So I was like, no. okay, no. But yeah, up until then, I was like, yeah, you're doing a bit no, much. No, she seems like she's going to be the queen bee of the show. Yeah. But she also seems like she'll be a savage. She'll be very wicked. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But she'll give us entertainment value. I think so too. Sorry. It's all right. Cool. But yes, I think so too. Oh, yes, Nadia. Oh, I like Nadia, actually. I really liked her. She's got vibes. Half Zimbabwean. Yeah. Half South African rapper. Yeah. And she's going out with Vic Mensa. Yes. She was named dropping him, him all over the place. Yes. Did you I know do. him before yeah, the show? Yeah, yeah. Really? Okay. But I don't listen to his music. Okay, so he's actually a yeah, somebody. Yeah, he's a rapper from Chicago. Okay. Very surprised that he was actually in the mix. Oh. Because I didn't even know he was originally Ghanaian. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so you don't know of him, but yeah, like You know a, a lot he's of, a lot of African, American. African American rapper. Yeah, they're all, so they're I was all like, now oh, claiming you're Ghanaian. they're all now claiming Ghanaian. Oh, is them ones there? So he's done his ancestry. <laughs> okay, That's okay. That's like when Americans say because where they're I was from, like, you have to Vic check. Mensa, you're I mean, the surname is giving it away though, Mensa. I guess so. I was quite surprised though. I did not know he was originally Ghanaian. He looked fine though. In the, he's all right. Is he a fine somebody? Do you think he's that fine though? So I feel like they were overdoing it a bit. Really? The way they were like, oh, he's so sexy. I'm like, he's all right. It's the way her friend was like, um, yeah, like when you posted him, I was like, mm, he's sexy. Yeah, I was she like, was. sis, to your friend's man, are you okay? <laughs> like, I was like, like, relax. Honestly. Don't do sound you, too excited. Do you feel like a couple of them might have studied reality shows mm -hmm. and been like, this is what we need to be doing and not actually like remember that they need to have substance as well? Not like that, but like a little bit because I was a bit like, mm. firstly, I think it's the same one who said that. Um, actually, what's the name again? Because I keep forgetting. Kanye. Mm -hmm. 
the the queen bee basically mm-hmm. she was twerking a lot she was she and i was like babe you don't need to twerk every I, I, and that's what kind of was a part of the thing that made me feel like oh you just feel like you need to do this and it was like you don't need to twerk all the time but babe like south african culture though yeah is- the dancing is a big part of the okay, culture. Okay. Those bodies, like I couldn't even tell if they were real or fake because South African women really have I bodies. I feel like a lot of them were real, you know? Mm. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like that's one was thing. Nyash. That's one thing. I'm like, oh, the bodies were body the and body yaddy yaddy. Like, <laughs> I will say that. I did not get BBL vibes from any no. of them, really. Even the Queen Bee, Kalia, I was, I was like, mm. But you never know, babe. It they could just be doing natural. it well. Maybe. I feel maybe. like I need to go and do my research. Maybe. I love scrolling back just to see, see who's slipping. If, they, if they've only had um, pictures for the last two years, I know they've had BBL. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You let me know. Because I was like, I'm not going to lie, your bodies, and not just your ass, but your titties. Yes. And it's very rare They're to given. have both. You yes. Know? It's very yes. rare. They're giving. They're giving. And, and everything's in proportion. Propor- That's what made me think like, oh, is this natural? Because it just seems like I would personally, I would not meet you and feel like you're who knows. Obviously, everyone in real life might look a little bit different, but I wouldn't see this and think that, oh, it's obviously fake. Like, it just seemed very natural. Real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it natural. seemed real. And I was like, oh, OK. And honestly, I was enjoying. OK, let's get on to it, actually, because there's a bit more here. Mm hmm. So Nad, we said Nadia, yeah. who's going out with Vic Mensa. Yeah. Zari Hassan, Ugandan. When I looked her up, it said she's most known for marrying Ivan Semwangwa, being a socialite and dating younger men. I was like, okay, that's not really much of a yeah. bio. That seems she's to- the one that's married to Diamonds. Or uh, was his ex-wife, sorry. Oh, okay. Say. Yeah, his yeah. name of yeah. I don't think I had much to say about her. She she didn't leave anything memorable in me. You will see more in episode two. Okay, so yeah, she comes yeah, out yeah, of her yeah, shell a yeah. bit. She... she, she it's a whole thing where Diamonds is basically having a party and yeah. he brings her. Okay. And she comes down the stairs and it's very much like Madame. Okay. Yeah. So that's what makes people think like maybe they're not done. Done. Okay. But yeah. why is he taking her? I don't know. I think he loves her, honestly. But what's the That's issue? the vibe I'm getting. He's just a hoe. Oh. He's a hoe. He can't stay faithful. Like, I feel like it was very, very typical of reality shows like i was like oh this is where we can actually see some shit because she was very much like there's so much i could spray right now mm. but i'm not gonna do it because you're my baby father you're the father of my youth so i'm mm. not gonna do that that's what it was given it was mm. very much like you know like it was very when she was having the conversation with him she was like there's so many things i could say and you know why i have an issue yeah and this is why we're here kind of thing she didn't want That's to spill too much. Yeah, no, not really. Can I ask you though? She didn't. She, it was cheating, but she didn't give too much detail. Got you. Do yeah. you think you can love someone and be a hoe at the same time? Yeah, really. I do not. I won't say not women. Okay. Because everybody, both men and women, can. Okay. Honestly. Yeah. But I do feel like men have been given more allowance to do it where they feel like it's normal. Okay. Whereas a woman is more kind of like she understands what comes with it. So she might separate herself, but like, honestly, everyone is built different. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. And I feel like it is absolutely possible to love somebody, but not, no, but know that you're not, you don't have enough to give them. That's what I will say. Got you, got you. So you can recognize that this is somebody who wants a certain type of love, 
that I'm not able, I'm not equipped to give them. To give them. I understand that. But I that. still love them. Yeah I, yeah, I do think that's the but thing. But I do think it's very selfish though. It is selfish. To, that's to why do... I said it in that way because yeah. you can feel like that, but to recognize that that's not what that person wants or needs, that's when you're being selfish. If you say that I'm still going to be in a monogamous relationship, in, in, in inverted commas, monogamous relationship with them because yeah. you know that you're not giving what they need. Got you, got you. Yeah. I do think though, it's very important. Like for me, if a man has that urge, I would rather you go and do it because I never want to mm. be with somebody who's thinking, what if? Okay. Like when the iron is striking hot, if you think you're in your prime, go be in your go prime do it. Yeah, and yeah, leave yeah. me alone because I think it's worse having someone around who thinks that they have other options. Absolutely. Because you're going to feel that animosity. You're going to cheat, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. I agree. That's why I agree with that. Because if you feel like that and you feel like you have other options, like <laughs> if we're being realistic, what am I actually doing here? Yeah. Kind so of true. Yeah. yeah so yeah. true. Who is the last one? Are we going to talk about um, Kaylee, the white woman? Is she the one that's the girlfriend? Yeah, the semi-professional football player. Yeah, so we can mm -hmm. talk about her. What did you think about her? Interesting. Very interesting. Um, I don't think she likes that man like that. I think she's just along for the ride, personally. Really? Yeah. Do you not feel like she had a valid point, though, when she said that... She did, she did. He's not... What did she say? He's not romantic. He's not romantic. And I did understand her because where he was talking to his friends, he was saying, like, oh, I cook for all the time. Da, da, da. How can you say that's not romantic? I'm like, uh, firstly, there's a difference between cooking when you feel hungry. And, and do you know what I mean? Because I could tell that the way he was saying it was like, you cook because you're both hungry. You don't cook because you feel like, oh, my girl would really appreciate this. And I'm trying to have a romantic gesture here. Like there's a little bit of a distinction. So I feel like he had, you know, got the right girl that liked certain things. And I think that he... She got him at a place where he wine and dine her, made it feel special. And then after a certain point, he was like, oh, why aren't you doing these things? Because mm. he's got you now. Mm. So he don't feel the need to do this stuff. So I totally understand why she felt like there was a bit of a shift. Yeah. And it was like, you were doing so-and-so for me before. Now you don't feel the need to do it, but you still feel like you're being romantic. Do you feel and then like when he, he had a friends, point though about her not like doing the, was it the fishnets? What the tights? Yeah, when he was oh, like, I find, that. I find fishnet sexy, but when I come home to you, I feel like I'm sleeping with. I swear he name checked a footballer. I don't know what footballer it was. I think I missed that. Did you? So yeah. he was saying that she doesn't dress sexy for him. Okay. And when he comes home, and then she made a joke saying, "Well, look, I'm. I give you several people. Sometimes I'm this person. Sometimes I'm that person." Oh, did you miss that? I must have. Yeah, he tried to throw it back to her. Must have been the first episode, but I do not remember that. Yeah, he threw it back to her and was like, but you don't dress up. When I go to because the club... Because isn't that the guy that's still with the Ugandan chick? Huh? Yeah. He's doing too. No, so I think they've moved on now, but what's her name? Zari? Yeah. Yeah. That's his babe mother. Oh, I yeah. see. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, honestly... I don't think he's invested in her and I don't think she's invested in him. She, they're using each other. Oh, no, no, no. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Different guys. I'm so sorry. Because okay. he's bored. So, oh. yeah. no. <laughs> because the one with um, Zari's got the plaits. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, different guys. They look a bit similar without the hair. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, him. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I do feel like he just met this girl. Yes. I agree. 
And it was like, yeah, you're fun, but I don't think he's that invested like that. Even their interactions were awkward on screen. She was like, aren't you going to hug me? I was thinking, is this a real relationship? And, and exactly. And she's young as well. She's like 28, 27 or something. How old is he? 40? Player. Yes. About a 17-year age girl. Or 13 years, I think ah, it is. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. And I'm like, you're not in the same space. You're young. And I feel like you met him at a time that he was whining and dining you, whatever. And now it's a little bit different. You're going to break up at some point. That's how I see it. Yeah. Maybe she just wants to the airtime. I think so. Because that's because, what I think. Because you know, footballing she's a professional football player. Have exactly. got, they've got um promo. <laughs> that's what I think. Promo thirteen. It must be. Oh my gosh, it must be. So I feel like we need to link up with like some South African bloggers Maybe. and Nigerian bloggers <laughs> and do like uh like dissect the whole series once we've watched the whole I thing. I would actually. It'll love be interesting that. to like hear their views because honestly, that that was what it was given to me personally was that you're a semi-professional football player on your grind, respect it, sis. And you kind of were like, oh, let me fall into this and I can get a little bit of promo for my... That's yeah. what it seemed like. I agree. Um, And is there anybody... Oh, is that the last person? Yeah, the white girl's the last person. She's pretty, though. She's very pretty. I think though. they're all quite beautiful. The only one that wasn't really like... um, No, I think they're all beautiful. Though I will say that I do think like Annie... Considering how much she comments on other people's outfits and stuff, yeah. I felt like she could have given a bit more. A bit more, yeah, I agree. Because she's very open in saying, oh, wh what's his name? He dresses very nice, this and that. Yeah. And I think if you think that, and if you're very like critical of the food and stuff, you need to give a bit more. Say more, But yeah. I do also think she's the only one that had some substance because of her storyline with her daughter. Yes. I agree because her daughter's there, wasn't she? That was really sad. And that actually. was so emotional. Like, you can tell, like, this woman is a good mother. She loves her children. That. She yeah. loves her daughter. It's when her daughter was like, Mom, are you happy? I just want to make sure you're not pretending. I was like, is this how her kids. Her daughter's a good girl as well. Like, I like <sighs> that. Yeah. It really touched my heart. Yeah, that even made me feel emotional when it was happening. Because yeah. I was like, I can imagine, like, it's sad. And it's especially in Africa as well, I feel like. Where it comes to that, I feel like it's a little bit more difficult in Africa. Or I agree. in Nigeria specifically. So I actually really rated her for speaking up on that. And I even felt a lot of what she was saying in terms of Two-Face's wife. Because I actually appreciated that. As much as the other women you will see in the next episodes. Because I know you haven't seen that part. But they kind of clowned her for it. Really? And made fun of her, and I didn't like that. They clowned her for being yeah. Two Faces' wife. Yeah, like why? Because they were basically saying like, "Oh, you've said too much at an event where we don't really know you, so we're going to use it against you." Very blatant with it, and I do feel like it's because us as Africans, we're not usually that like Open. vulnerable. Yeah. yeah, it's a new thing. So I feel like you're gonna get some people taking advantage of that. But the fact that you were kind of laughing at it and be like, oh, I got you now, bitch. This is what I'm gonna do with it. I was like, that kind of says a lot about you. Yes, yes. Because like, why would you hear someone open up about something they were going through and be vulnerable and immediately think I'm gonna use this against you? That like, that says a lot about you. True, and let's and be I honest, like, that. like and no matter what, I didn't even agree with the way she raised her daughter either. But I, I wouldn't even say the way she raised her, just having a separate apartment is a bit, no, I wouldn't much, recommend yeah. it. But, like, that's the only thing. But then when you coupled it up with that, I was like, you didn't need to do that. Do that. I don't know. Like and that. also, I'm not being funny, but African women, like, 
we've got to talk about this stuff because the truth of the matter is you've mm. probably been through the same thing. Like if we, a lot if, of African women, I'm sure. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like if we're being, if we're keeping it like a buck, yeah. yeah a lot of African men don't know how to act faithful, mm-hmm. right? They don't. They faithful does not exist in their dictionary. That's what she was so for about. her to be vulnerable about what she's going through, sis, instead you're trying to do bit of Betty. But the fact of the matter is. Maybe you're mad because you actually relate to it more than you like. You want to admit so. to it because you've been cheated with her on. History, she must be. So it's like I don't even understand why you move like that. Yeah, I understand that you might have felt some type of way that she was trying to judge you for your mothering skills. I get it, but honestly, having a 15 year old daughter with her own apartment is unconventional. So you should be prepared for people to say something about it. I understand that when it sounds judgmental, it's going to feel a little bit like why, but you should still kind of be prepared for it and to like, you know, get back at her by being like, oh, I'm going to use this against you. I'm like, I didn't like that. I didn't yeah, like that's that not cool, all. man. Throw that attitude in the bin. Not cool. I got hot sauce in my bag. Swag. Real Housewives of Lagos. Yes. Did you see? Yes, I've seen it. I'm so excited. So it's on Showmax, you guys. Oh, has it actually started already? No, not yet. It's oh. the 8th of April, I believe. Oh, we ready, we yeah, ready. Yeah, we ready for it. So I'm really, really, really excited for it. I'm not going to go into the individual characters because we did that with Rich Black and... Young Black and... Young, young Black and African. Isn't young, famous rich? African. Thank you. <laughs> Pillar, I'll leave it up to you because <laughs> I'm not going to scroll up anymore. But yes, no, Real House of Lagos, I'm really excited for even the trailer, not trailer, but I mean, there was a mini, mini trailer, but it's more the picture with the sunglasses. Oh, it was giving. Oh, giving. thank you. Listen, the, the one thing I know, yeah, about Nigerian culture is that the women don't carry last, right? Nope. So I just know this is going to give, I actually think they might give um, Atlanta a run for their money. Do you think? Oh, babe, like everything about I'm African women is so Because that's what I was thinking. You know? like, will they put them to shame? We'll see. I, th- I, think th- I think like even before we're seeing anything, I think that they have, because there's a, a lot of sense of pride, yeah. right? There's a lot of sense of pride. There's a lot of sense of competition. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of sense of like, we're more superior than you. Yeah. There's a lot of sense of trying to be westernized whilst also still being proud of your culture. Mm-hmm. All of that is going to come. Plus we'll probably relate to it that little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like Nini was hilarious. I love Nini. The goat. But but would we ever really act like that in on our no, day to day, probably not exactly. No. <laughs> but this one, maybe we'll, we'll it'd be relate. more relatable. Or we might yeah. have an auntie like that, or our mums might be yeah. like. You just don't know. So I'm really excited. Ooh, that's true, actually. Oh, I'm really excited. I'm okay. So just so you guys are aware, it's not going to be available like on Bravo or on Prime, like the other housewives are. But it's going to be on Mr. World Premiere for sure, for sure. Um. So last point. Yes. So the keeping up with the Kardashians. Oh, ciao. Do you see the trailer? Of course I've seen okay. it. So I can't lie, I'm very excited. I have the link here for you to play. Oh, okay. But I'm not going to play it because you've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. I've so seen Kim it. and Pete, just to preface, Kim said that he hasn't filmed yet. So we'll see. But what do you think? Of Kim and of Kim and Pete? Mm-hmm. Okay, babe. And whether right. or not she's including him, whether she might be like, cons- speculation. I think she will. Like they've gone Instagram official. Yeah. And I think... Do you know what? Okay, let me think about it. Do you know one thing that I have to say about Kim, right? 
I think that um, white women mm. have the ability, have that bounce back ability to really love. And when when a relationship fails, oh, oh they will God. just bounce back onto the next one. And I think Kim is the epitome of that kind of white woman. Absolutely. And actually, I'm not too mad about it because I want I no longer want to like if something doesn't work out, I don't want to be at home crying for too long. Me too. Let me move on. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, I can't lie. I rated how she bounced back so quickly mm-hmm. in terms of like Kanye. I. I don't know about you guys. I know that a lot of black people are like, I don't know. I won't say a lot of black people, maybe men will probably be like wanting to root for Kanye, even though they don't because mm-hmm. Kanye is moving mad right now. He's I can tell that some black people want to root for him, but they just can't. Yeah. I am not going to lie. There's a part of me that respects that Kim was so invested in her husband for so long and then was like, I've done as much as I can do. Yeah. Because I that's what it was given to me. Yeah. Is that she's done so much and tried to support you as much as she could. Even Jason Lee brought that up yesterday and be like, oh, Kim tweeted this two years ago. And I'm like, yeah, because that was her husband at the time. Yeah, yeah. And she was trying to defend him. Oh, Jason Lee. So what now? Like, do you know what I mean? So Since I can, the palace incident, you know, Jason like, it was Lee, like, oh, like, how are you guys jumping into mental health so quickly? Kanye is just passionate. Kanye is just, and I'm like, yeah, that's when she was trying. It's different now. Yeah, yeah. So I actually like, I think it's because that's how I would be. You try and then you can't anymore. Do you think you actually have the ability to do that though? I try. Oh, okay, you got that bounce Not back. Not Kanye. Sis? Oh, Kanye, no. No, but you it have you got have you got no. have you got the Kim bounce back? Uh, so when you're saying Kim bounce back, is it specifying to who her husband is or no. is it okay? Cuz I don't think it matters who the husband is. Like she will move on. <laughs> oh, so you're you're just basing this on like Chris Humphreys and yeah, like she yeah, just okay, moves okay, okay. on. Ray J, Ray J, who? Chris Ray Humphreys, J, yeah, Chris yeah, Humphreys, yeah. who? Yeah, this one, this one. <laughs> I've even forgotten the name of that fine black man she used to date. Reggie. Ah, oh, Reggie. Reggie, was a, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Ah, oh, Reggie was so yeah. sexy. No, not Reggie. Yeah, but I know the one you mean. She was like, move on, Kanye, move the on. The football player called Reggie. He was whatever hot. his name he is. Was yeah, hot. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you there. She definitely is like, uh, new man. Like, do you know what I mean? She's like, yes. Um, she doesn't wait for permission. No. Like, she doesn't even and wait honestly, for the ink to dry on the divorce you know papers. What, I'm with you. I'm understanding <laughs> what you're meaning now. I, I am. Because that's what the men do. They do. That's what the men do. But you know what? So it's why just not? not but it's I'm not, not mad at it. It's not in us as women to do it's that. Not, it's not, it's not. My mum is the typical example, yeah? She was like to me, She's had a lot, a lot more extra time on her hands recently. So she's been all up on the Daily Mail. Mm. I don't know why that's her choice, but all up on the day. She's like, oh no, Kim should have waited. How can she just be kissing this other man while she's back? I said, mum, <laughs> like what? She's like, how can she do this to Kanye? I mean, and Kanye and her are divorced now. So I don't think she's Thank you. I said she's wait. legally yeah. single, but she should have waited. That's our mentality. And I actually don't think that's I a don't good agree. mentality. I don't agree, Especially it's when not. you see what Kanye's been doing. Thank He's you. He's terrorizing her out in the streets. I'm sorry. Um, personally, I know the, the Kardashians specifically have done some problematic things. I'm not like yeah. immune to that. But I'm just saying, as a woman, I would be doing worse than Kim right now. Personally. <laughs> no, I would. I would. Even even Pete Davidson t- texted him saying, I'm in bed with your wife. When people were trying to act like that was out of order, 
I was like, no, you lot are not as petty as me. I can tell because, <laughs> no, you're not. Because I would have like, if it wasn't, if I could send a, me, a video of me giving her back shots, I would, if it wasn't what? problematic. I would, no, I would, I would, but no. I wouldn't. But I wouldn't because that's no, against- No, you are, you that's are a sex you're crime. a savage. So I wouldn't do that. That's but if I could, I would. Because basically what I'm trying to say by I saying that is anything I would send shots. you to hurt you, I'm going to do it. No. But I would never do that because obviously that's hurting Kim more than anything. So I would never do that. Sis, you've been or watching reality I'm... TV for too long. That one's too much. Please, no. We can't do that one. What else is, is equivalent to hurt the person then? Have you seen Kanye out in these streets? What can I do that is on the same level? Everyone, see, even oh if Pete, days. say I'm Pete now, I'll be Pete, yeah? Say I do that. I'm not going to do the backshots thing because like I said, that's a sex crime, so yeah, I wouldn't yeah, do that. Yeah. But let's say I do something on the same level as Kanye. I'm the problem now. No, no, I'm sorry. What can I do then? It's true. What oh, can I do? No, no you Because are everyone savage. is going to look at me like I have the issue. It's true. But I'm sorry. But This man what? is moving mad. And the only reason why he's allowed to is because he is so popular amongst the black community and amongst the music scene. People do think he's not well as well. I, I think. Uh, and that I too. That and that too. Into. But also what I will say about because Kanye. Because he's not. And I, I genuinely, there is part of me that sympathizes. Because it can't be fun. Regardless of how he makes it look. It's sometimes it can't, it's not fun. Not, he's probably very depressed. Not, but yeah. One thing I will say about Kanye that I like yeah, mm. I'm not saying what he's doing is right, no. Because I'm saying I'm happy for Kim to keep moving on. Because there's harassment at this stage. But you know? do you know what, mm. babe? If we're being honest, for once in their life, Kris Jenner's met her match. And that's what I do like. Because Kris Jenner didn't really move like this, though. But because, you know what? The Kardashians have repeatedly taken in black men and then spat them out. True. But what they're not about to do okay, is do that with Kanye. Okay, I get what you're saying. Kanye. So this is their karma. Okay. Yeah, okay, so okay, I feel okay. like, I feel like, do you know what? They've uh, met their match. What, in the, you know what? I like that. Give them a bit of pressure. That's I like that. That's a good that. way to look at it. Yeah. I hope that this is even being recorded on video still. I'm sure it is. <laughs> but I like that. I didn't look at it in that way. And that is a good point. That is a very good point. In the fact that they've used multiple black men. Yeah. And it wouldn't be like me because I feel like a lot of the black men don't give a fuck and they run with these white women until it's like, oh, black women save us. So usually I wouldn't be, but I can see what the Kardashians are doing. Yeah. So I understand. So yeah. Yeah, yeah you have a point. But, but Kanye is galliv trying to, is that the right gallivanting? Gallivanting. Gallivanting, but yeah. also trying to get black people together against Absolutely. them. Absolutely. And that's oh, he's not trying cool. to use us to drag him. Yeah, that's, that's not cool though. Because that's Kanye, why I feel some type of way. You because you, exactly, us. you didn't care about us until now. Thank you. So now all of a sudden we should, what, fight your wife? No, please. Please, please move. Let her, let her do what she's doing. She's going to embarrass you, but good that you're giving them pressure because they're going to think about who they can fuck over and it's not Kanye. Exactly. No, you know what? I'm not mad at that. I like that take from it. I like that. Because obviously they tried it with Travis Scott. They tried it with... Even Travis said no. Even Travis said no. Because <laughs> Travis, uh, no. Travis is still doing... Well, I mean, aside from Astro World, he's still doing all right. Um, who else? Tiger obviously was a part of them for a bit. Tiger, surprisingly, French his Montana. career is still going. Yeah, Tiger's all right. You know why? Uh, another episode, another time. Okay. But there is something in the rappers that you lot think are whack that cater to the women. Tigers don't rap for men. He writes for women. And he's, uh, dare That's I say That's why this, he's still successful. He's actually good at what he does. 
<laughs> I like Tiger. Look at what you guys say. <laughs> no, I genuinely do. I, I genuinely like his music. Like, I know that it doesn't, you know, it doesn't serve you mans like that. But like, he be making the bangers. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you. He be making the bangers. And I genuinely feel like that's a big part of why he's still successful. Yeah. When you cater to women, you won't go wrong. You in facts, my opinion. Facts. French Montana was involved. Uh, Travis Scott was said. Yeah, he survived. Black China, she survived. Black. Well, she she's is, still in lawsuits with them, but she's really? still surviving. Yeah. No, but sis thrived. Let's not like. She, she did. Her, she the did. Kardashians did her it? dirty. Did they? How? So she had a court case against the Kardashians. Still ongoing, I believe. But she had a court case against Rob. Mm -hmm. Against, basically, Rob tried to say that he she beat him up. Wow. And beat him up with an iPhone charger and a, and, and a six foot metal pole and all these things. Oh, wow. All up, up at, I think, 2016, 2017 is how long this case has been ongoing. Oh, wow. He dropped it this year, a day before the court case, because she had footage from him on... um what was meant to be the second season of Black and China. Mm -hmm. Oh, so excuse me, Rob and China, Black and China. Black China and Rob or Rob and China, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And basically he was walking around fine. No visible bruises on him yeah. walking around. So clearly not consistent injuries with being attacked with a six foot metal pole. Yeah. So because of that, you dropped the case the day before. Wow. And the reason I believe he dropped it is because she had substantial evidence to go against the Kardashians in her case against them because of these these allegations, they took it to E and dropped her. Um, they basically got her show cancelled off of these allegations. Wow! So if she had proved that against her court case with Rob, essentially she'd have won that court case against Kardashians. Wow! They couldn't let that happen, could they? So, so yeah. they dropped the case. Because did you mm -hmm. see? Sorry, like you know, in the new trailer, is it Kim that's saying something like, "We have the resources and the time to end you"? Thank you. Yes, that says it all. That yes. says everything. Yes. It that could even everything. be China. Because that's why I actually wrote a note of that. Yeah, we have the resources, the time and the energy to end you right here, right now. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we've got to stop. We feel sorry yep. for Kim, but she's she's on she's and on Kim smoke. Said that. Kim said that. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah. on smoke. Like, she fully understands her privilege and how to use it. But you know why I think we all keep tuning in? Because as rich oh, as they sorry. are... We have enough time, money and resources to light them the fuck up. Sorry, oh, excuse me. That's what she said. Yeah. She's on smoke. Yeah. But you know why we? Th I think we continue to tune in? Because as pretty as she is, as rich as she is, she has the same problems. Her problem's even worse than... Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's the... It's the the, the life, their life is as rich as they are. Their life is not smooth sailing. Nope, not at all. Not at all. And that's why we love to see it. <laughs> so just quickly, because this yeah. is going to be the last question before yeah, yeah. we end. So Courtney and Travis having a baby and Chloe and Tristan slash Trey songs. Oh, go. <laughs> okay. I'm happy for Courtney. Okay. I, I really like Courtney. The least interesting to look at is um giving us the not the, the least best. interesting to look at. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's giving us the best thing to look forward to. Okay. 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 So I'm I'm really happy for Courtney. Do you think it's for the show? Because I feel like it might be. No, I think she's. You don't think? I think she loves this man. Because her and Travis have only been together five minutes. Babe, I, I think when I you're in your, she wants to have his youth. I think yet. that when you're in your forties, you know when you know. And I also maybe, think yeah, that maybe could be. I think Courtney just likes having kids. Courtney she'll be like her mum. Like she'll have like seven yeah, if she yeah, could. Yeah, she does. Yeah. And yeah. while technology is still around, she'll keep going. I yeah, think. Yeah, you have a point there. 
I think she'll keep that's going. what I was thinking. I was like, you've been with this man five minutes. Do I really believe that you're having his kids now? Mm. But yeah, you're right in a sense. Yeah. She might as well secure all Courtney the bags. does love having kids. She'll have like a rock star kid. Yeah. And then um, the, the what's he, what do they call him? Lord Scott kids. I think oh, it Lord makes Disney. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it makes sense with her brand. I hear you. I, I hear think, you. I think it's on brand for her. I think yeah, she'll be you know happy. What, with and her honestly, kids. I will. What I will say about Courtney, she did look like I like them. Yeah, I like her and Travis together. It did seem quite kind of sweet. Like I, I do feel like there is something in Courtney being a little bit freer and a little bit more like I don't give a fuck. Like I like that side of her, and I feel like this is good for her to be with a guy that doesn't make her think as much and second guess herself as much. That's great. And also, she's influencing the whole family. Like Kim, I'm not being funny. Mm-hmm. Would you have really looked at Skeet twice? Not Skeet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I still feel like it might be a PR relationship. You think so? And I'm not even saying that to like be like on Kanye's team or anything because I don't agree with that man at all. Huh. But I, 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 as in, I just don't even have the energy. Yeah. But I do feel like Kim and Pete... Mm. But also, why are you always choosing men that need rehab? Sis, you like, Honestly, I don't, I get don't it. I, There's a part of me that doesn't quite believe that that's like, yes, Pete Davidson. Like, I just don't believe that she'd be saying that on the back of her divorce. With Car- I, I don't know. <laughs> there's just a part of me that don't believe it. That, that That's just what I will say. But I do like seeing her in a different vibe and being yeah. a little bit more like, fuck Kanye, like a little bit. Yeah. Because Kanye is a lot. So yeah. I'm not mad at that. Like, I feel like, Kim, do you. Do you, boo. PR relationship, getting dick. Uh, getting casual side dick, getting a rebound dick. I don't care. Do you? Because that's what you deserve. But why does she always... But I just don't know how much I believe it. But why she always choose... Why she always choose men that need... that? It's almost like she she needs to help them. Yeah. 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 Why she always dating fixer-uppers? I I love that term. I'm going to use that now. No, yeah. It's truly a fixer-upper and I don't know why. Honestly, I don't know why. I do not know why. Of all the men in the world... Especially considering since this comedy thing seemed to come out of nowhere. She's good at it though when he's writing her stuff. It sounds it's good. I mean, I never saw that. Oh, you didn't see where it? she was on SNL. I never oh, I saw the good. clip, but I didn't see the whole thing. She's become funny since dating him. Okay, okay. So clearly writers. The energy through But to the... be fair, people are trying to transition into comedy though. Even T.I. Really? Oh. trying to be a comedian now. Stop it. Oh, yeah, T.I.'s doing stand-up now. You know. No, T.I.'s doing stand-up now. Are you joking? Yes. With his country accent? Yes. How does it sound? And he's upset because the comedians don't pay him respect. Oh, stop And I'm it. like, because you're not a comedian. That's why. You're a rapper. <laughs> so they're not paying you respect yet because you're still T.I. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it does seem like some of the new celebrities are trying to transition to comedy, which is a bit like, okay. Oh, that's weird to me. Mm. So weird. And finally, Chloe slash Tristan slash Trey Songs. Discuss. Um, I feel like Trey Songs, if he's really in the mix, I think he's got a, his own kind of like PR issue. I mean, he is an ex-boyfriend, on. I will say that. But Is he really? Yeah, 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 they've had history. That's why people thought it was some old shit. I, because they've been together before, he yeah. Needs, he's got some bad PR but at the But you moment. in your 40s, Chloe... Is she in her Coupling 40s up, now? Yeah, she's like 40 now. Oh, okay. Coupling up with it. I mean, I think she's 39, but almost okay. 40. Yeah, yeah. Coupling up with him now, amongst, like, on the back of multiple sexual allegations? No, it's not a good look, man. Okay. I think she's just trying to move on to like another fine man. Deaf? Like, they're not understanding that you can't just be in the pocket of sexual 
abusers now. Like, cause that's what it was good to me. I was like, I feel like she might be trying to create a conversation to talk about for the show. Mm. But I feel like if you were versed enough in the media, you would know that a sexual abuser that looks like he very much did that shit wouldn't be the way to go. No, it wouldn't. Chris Jenner, are you sleeping on the job? That's What's going my, on? Thank you. What's going on? Because she from knows- what my perspective is, Chris Jenner is on the money. Oh, oh! I I, I bought her book, babe. Yeah, I'm and even, this is weird. I'm not even embarrassed to because say. I understand that it's gonna get people talking about your show. I do understand that, but I feel like you want people saying the right things about your show. Facts, facts. Good PR. Not just anybody. Yeah, but do you think as well for Chloe? Maybe it's just about like okay, like I don't like Tristan. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people do. But and she then working f- things out, I will say you saw the trailer. Anyway. Yeah, I you saw, saw that. It. Okay, oh. so yeah, that made I was, me. Were sick. you shocked though? No, because that's I, how she comes across. I was across. shocked because. She comes across How as the peak now me. after a whole baby? I also think that apart oh, from her my. being a bit of a pick me, yeah, yeah. I think she's the kind of woman, and there's plenty of women like this, which I don't want to judge too much, that would just rather have children from the same man. Yeah. That's probably a big factor. I was saying that before as well, but you can still have a baby for the same man and not be with him. That's my thing. Just get his sperm for I mean, a, you could. Honestly, surrogate. you're rich enough that people wouldn't say that much about it. They'll say much for five minutes. And then you could have his whole you if you wanted to. Yeah. You've only had one kid by this guy, you're forgetting. And she's been with him for years. If you wanted to have another one, people would absolutely chat shit about it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it would only be for five minutes. And then people honestly are only invested in them lot for so long. Yeah. To the point where it wouldn't really matter anymore. Yeah, I agree. So, but, but also I do think that maybe she loves him. Yeah, maybe. Maybe she loves him. I don't know why. It seems like out of all... It seems like they all struggle in love. As we, as it we does do, seem like that, doesn't it? As we it? all do. Yeah, but I guess may, that's Maybe realistic, she yeah. does a bit more. Like, she doesn't have a, the bounce back that Kim has. Because Lamar and then Tristan. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, Lamar was talking about her because he's on Big Brother mm, at the moment. He was. I saw that. I saw mm-hmm. that, yeah. So she just doesn't have the Kim bounce back. And with the quotes she shares, it seems like she's very much a forgiving person, trying to make things... Like, sis, let it go. Move on. It happens to the damn, best of us. Move on. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. It's a shame. That, <laughs> that man really made a fool of her. He really did. And that's a sad thing because these men be embarrassing you. Yeah. But I think that a lot of the white women think that they're going to be different. It turns out you're not. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I do feel bad for um Chloe though because I do like her. I like her. But mm. how she tried to do our good sis Jordan isn't good sis. No, now at all, at all. He's em- he's And then she tries you. to be like, oh, why are you blaming the woman for the man cheating? I'm like, um. But that's what you've been doing. Hot kettle. Black. Thank you. Thank you. Really? Okay. But anywho, um, keeping up with the Kardashians or the Kardashians, which is the new version, is going to be on Hulu on the 14th of April. Oh, is that how what they're calling it now? Just yeah, the, the Kardashians. Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, makes mm-hmm. sense. Got you. Um, it's going to be like a cleaner cut, chic version of the show. I believe it. As they describe it to be. I feel like they wanted it to be more reflective on what they're doing in their careers. And then they realise that people don't give a fuck about their careers like that. So they have to put some about their personal life in it. That's what it seems like to me. So we'll see. 14th of April. If you guys um, are in the UK, like me and Pilar. Yeah. Um, it's going to be on Disney+. Plus. It's on so, Disney Plus. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Disney Plus is the new Hulu for us. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just going to be on Disney Plus for us. So um, with that, we'll end the show there. It's been such a great episode of the Underrated Podcast. Pilar, do you want to let people know where to find you? 
Yes, guys. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. I've had of so course. much fun, like talking about a wide range of things. But yes. you can hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, and <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> Love TikTok it. at Pillar of Society. So that's P I L A R of Society. And yeah, and check out my podcast, No Approval Podcast. The Pillar of Society. I said the, but it's the Pillar of Society. Yeah. You better follow her or you will turn into a pillar of salt. Ah, like <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Like you won't. I like that. I might start using that as how to uh, end my show. You know. You better follow, you'll turn you into a pillar not. of yeah. salt. <laughs> But um, so you can follow me at I am Hannah OJ on all platforms. So that's Instagram and Twitter. You can also follow me at Underrated Podcast. Oh, excuse me, the Underrated Podcast on Instagram, Underrated Pod on Twitter. That's me. But you guys, thank you so much for tuning in, and bye. Bye.